G Money. Yo. What's up, man? What's good? What's good? Back, back, back. Back at it. After the meeting, <laughs> after the meeting, man. We I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna bring it up. No, no, no. I, I know you're gonna. I know you're gonna. What we talked about. I know that. I know you're gonna mention it though on the show. I know we had gonna. a big meeting. Can we say? Yeah. It was a big one, intense one. Biggest meeting of our career, probably. Biggest meeting of our career. <laughs> and we got an understanding. Not everybody's smiling. We got to work. And you sent the text like, this is all we had to do was have a meeting for you to get hungry <laughs> like this? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Let's get back to it, man. Let's stop playing, you know? Everything going on online is a little crazy, but, you know, mm-hmm. let's, you know we had to sit down and just kind of reconstruct everything and just, just uh, put everything on the table. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So If y'all don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the Mav Hoffa, Joe Budden, Queens Flip interview. They call it the Potter House, and um, you know a lot of things were said, and you know it's been going viral for the wrong and right reasons. But you know, <laughs> we just had to get understanding because a lot of people start to inquire mm-hmm. about things. So we wanted to make every, make sure like we were on the same page. Just right, in, right. like let's make sure we are on the same page. We know what's going on with each other, regardless of what's being said, because we we know each other. We doing business. Right. So the outside looking in, they can have their own perception, but we were and we were you know it it, it was tense as far as like. Beginning shit and shit like that, but then it, it came back around because our intentions are genuine. We're genuinely friends. Facts. And we genuinely want to see each other win. All three of us. Four of us. <laughs> but she just came out. really don't know about her, but you know, <laughs> she walked past me outside. Word. Yeah. She was trying to get hit on she was trying to get hit on time. She don't play around. You look nice today. How you doing? You good? Okay. She was smiling and stuff. Singer. Songwriter. Singer. Oh yeah, songwriter. Yeah. Speaking of Tati, Monday, her, her birthday just passed. Shout out to Tati her birthday. Oh, happy belated birthday. You know yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, happy birthday, girl. Tati. How you doing? Can you can you pass? Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all niggas too good to say happy birthday? Hey, <laughs> what's wrong with y'all, man? Can you, it's always the hood people, man. You know, you know, I didn't know he was on the she, camera yet. She's been she's been here working, you know, she's been here putting in work and helping us out with the show behind the scenes and stuff, but you know, people on the on the on the platform, the main platform, in the behind the scenes haven't seen her. Yeah, I want people to see her real quick on the camera. Can you can you come over your birthday? Can you come, come over? Back, come back here, come, come back here. Come on, man. Come back here, come over here now. Come on, come on, oh, you hold the interview. Let's go, Tati. Come on, let's go, let's go. Hey, come back here. Go, Tati. 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 I'm saying hello real quick to the, to the people. So say what's up, man. Hey, are you, you standing at him instead of the middle? Hold on. Hold you can't stand next oh, to me? Yeah, come, come okay. Happy birthday, girl. Happy birthday. It's all that. I got a little something for you, too. You know, it came in the oh, came in the mail yesterday. Oh. So. <laughs> I, I I knew about this. You know? I knew about that. Yeah, from us. From us. Uh, hey, G. Yeah, from Put the Script Podcast. Okay, yeah. All right, good. I get out of here, girl. So this is a, this is a Paramore. A Paramore. For those who know, you know about the rock bands and like this Paramore hoodie. We actually went to see Paramore live on on, on Sunday. Nice. And uh, on Beacon Theater, me and I went. You know what I'm saying? It's dope, dope concert. You know, we both big fans of Paramore, so I had to go. For myself, but then for our birthday also. You're a nice guy, man. That was yeah. nice of you. Man. I tried, that you was know, nice of you. I try to do what I can. But let me just pay credit to our guests real quick. Facts. Yeah, you cool. You cool. You cool. And shout, and shout out to uh, real quick. Shout out to today's sponsor, man. I got oh, the sure, the uh, A and I. Uh, oh, hold on. I ain't get no money. Shout out to shout to A and I on the scarf, man. You know what I'm saying? A and R. That's what you do in the city, right? When they, they ain't Manhattan, they be like this in Manhattan. Like you got a scarf sponsor. <laughs> shout out to A and I. And shout shout to Far Rock Shop, man. One time I was I was in the Rock. One time they gave me, you know what I'm saying? They got me right. Got the Far Rock situation. Shout out to Far Rock Queens, the, the Six Borough, that's what they call it. No? Of course. I, okay, shout out okay. to Far Rock. You know Far Rock? Vino, Cold Tooth, the Statue. Yeah, but shout out to the Rock, man. Red Firm, Hamels. You got a scarf sponsor? Scarf sponsor, hat sponsor. Don't put nothing. Nah, I ain't going to sponsor today. Nah, next time. Well, yeah, yeah, carry on, man. We got a guest here. You know, let's let get let me shout my guest out. Fact. He 
knows the rules because he's been up here. We didn't introduce him yet. I know. He said, I knew. I didn't know he was on camera yet because we can't talk. He he knows. Uh, see, yeah. Shout out to him <laughs> to paying attention. He right. He right. That means he's a real friend and a real fan of the show. Exactly. That's what that means. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate that. Shout out to where he's from. I ain't going to say yet until we yeah. induce him. G-Money. Yo. Episode 215. Nigga, we made it. We got a special guest. Yeah. A returning guest. Uh-huh. Last time we did the episode, we had the computer mic on. What, what happened? What happened with that? Um, I don't know. We, we, you know, it was the beginning stage. We can't blame anybody. I don't want to point any elbows. Oh, at, at, you know, any direction no, at, it, at, at, at at the producers, but he wasn't here in that time. Yes, he was. He was. I tell you, he was. It's his, his fourth day. Fourth day. A round of applause no problem, no problem. for you know. Let me just say this: I honor this guy. Mm. We were supposed to do the interview back. This was a year ago. A year ago in a couple of like a, like a couple of days. It was a year ago. And usually when when people hmm, let me say, people always get mad and attack me or attack us. Like well they don't attack G well, Money. Well you, yeah. They attack me. Yeah. And yo, you keep your word, yo, da da da. But this guy held it with honor. I got only one call. Let's say yo, Flip, don't forget about bro. Don't forget about bro, Flip, you know what I'm saying? Get it going. I said I didn't. I wouldn't. But you kept it with honor. I didn't see no subs. I didn't hear nothing bad. He's generally a friend of mine. I think he's a dope, dope lyricist. He's a dope rapper. He makes me comfortable. Him and King Erna, I can say it now, Mm. makes me comfortable to be in a Philly, to be in Philly and go to Philly. You know what I mean? And I call him my friend, um, one of the hottest rappers in Philly, in my opinion. Let me keep giving him, let me keep going. Mm -hmm. He's carrying a torch. Talk about it. Regardless if you see him upset or mad, he doesn't show it. <laughs> you got to know him and call him on the phone at the wrong time. Facts. You got to catch it. Round of applause for my friend, my homie. He's a Philly legend to me. Philly? Yeah, yeah, yeah I call him that. Woo. Round of applause for my man, Leek Moore. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, my man? What's going on, man? I How just want to say, first and foremost, G-Money, I think uh, I was born in June. If you remember that, June 27th. Mm. Remember that? Cause I see you do a lot of good things on, you know, when people when people was born, you know, on the born day. Oh. I just want to let you know that mine's June 27th. You know, I'll probably be back up here. Oh, oh, oh. See, this is what we talk about. Good. That's a threat. That was good. Why are you telling him your birthday? What does that mean? We're not giving you anything for your birthday, bro. That's not a threat. You can't, like, wait, I want to let you know my birthday. What, what does that mean? No, I just wanted to let my man know, you know. You like, need to know these type of things. Hey, Us being friends, how are we not supposed just to know case, each other's right? birthday? Just in case. Never know, man. Come on now. Hey, yo, can you introduce <laughs> the people on the couch with you, please? Absolutely, man. To my left. Well, I let them introduce themselves. Well, this is my tour. What's up, y'all? Founder of Black Guns Matter, Firearm Safety, Conflict Resolution, De-Escalation, all that other good stuff that load is violent crime we got in these cities all around the country. Oh, wow. That's and your dope. name? You said your name? Maj. Maj Toure. Yeah, and the organization is Black Guns Matter. Got it. And we got pull up, pull up, pull up, pull, pull, pull the device close to you. If you hey, hey, listen, man, how y'all doing, man? I'm I'm a OBH Pretty Flock, man. Shout out Pretty Flock. Shout out Pretty Flock. Shout out AR Ad, man. Philly, we here holding them all. This is one of the OBH uh, elders here. This is this is AR Ab's big brother. Got Not him. blood, but like you know, as far as age and relation, you know. It's, got you. It's, it's a guy that taught us the game, man. We OBH also got. Flock. A friend of mine that I went to school with, I fought him a lot of times over a girl that wasn't mine. It was oh him. my god! <laughs> I fought him a lot of times, but it's a good friend of mine. You know, we got my man Pick in the building. Round of applause for Pick, please. Young Pick, what up, Pick? Great, great what's friend up, of baby? mine. Shout out to Pick in the building. 
<laughs> and then you know we got King Arna out there. Also on, on a show too. He was on Flip the he Script. Flip the Script years the classic ago. Classic episode with Nia. Four or five years ago. That was cla- him, and, him and Nia went crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, of course I said. And I try to set him up a lot of times, you know, sometimes, you know, I got him in trouble a couple of times, but we good. We're gonna get that oh later. My God. Um and shout out to King Erna out there, you know what I mean? Making honorable. his presence known, the honorable and the honorable everybody man. else in the building. But welcome, Leek, welcome back. Welcome back. Oh, they don't get mad about this intro. It's too long. Come on, get to it. Welcome. <laughs> How you doing? I always get mad anyway, man. But I'm doing I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm doing pretty good. I'm in a great space. You know, talk to Ad today, man. You know, he always make me feel better. Yeah. Why do you say that though? And and, and, and and let me say this because when we talk and when you talk before, you know you have admitted. Um, I love the fact of brotherhood. I love the fact that that's your brother, and you have admitted at being mad at each other at one point, right? You have admitted admitted at even dissing each other on records. Oh yeah, that's you forgot about came, that? No, that's how we came up. We came up on two different <laughs> sides of the fence. You know, I didn't like his friends. He ain't necessarily like mine. I was rapping with. A group called New Era. He was rapping with a group called Exile, which turned into OBH. And we used to, yeah, we used to rap battle each other. So, but how does that happen? How does two brothers that grew up in the same home? I mean, it was neighborhood friendly. It wasn't really like a, you know, it's a neighborhood friendly. My group against his. I kind of, yeah, I was, I was hotter than all of them though. So, <laughs> oh, got hot on <laughs> all the time. He remember he was exile. This is pretty flock was a part of exile. Did I get out on y'all? What pretty flock? Like let's keep it real. Pull the mic closer. Uh, if you want to sit back, no, no, you, you can I mean, sit back. Just pull it, turn it, pull it towards you. I mean, you know, most did this thing, man. I ain't gonna lie. You know, you know how you let your young pups win, man. Oh. <laughs> that's what it was. But I let the younger win, man. But I mean, now that's what it's you a little call different. <laughs> Just yeah, a little just, different now. He didn't. It's he didn't. only different because we're on the same team. You know uh. what I'm we playing for the same team now, and that's the difference. Right. I'm still stepping on everybody I get on the track with. Yo, but you and your brother didn't didn't have problems growing up though. Before before the rap, you know, little friendly competition. You and your brother was was probably good growing time. up, right? All the time. Because it was like I I've always was like, and for my age range, I was like the guy. You know what I'm saying? So I always had, I think Ab really had a problem with that. So he would like to do stuff that like, you know, pick other guys around me for certain things. And I used, I used to always piss me off. And I used to always fight his friends. He would take up for him. I was the guy that's like playing basketball and nobody could follow me or I want to fight. And Ab be the one to come up and push me to the ground. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, that was our relationship growing up. <laughs> Playing football is like I'm roughing everybody up, so Ab got to come and rough me up. You know what I'm saying? So that was our relationship, man. Mm. That was same mother and same father? Same mother, same father, yeah. So the childhood between you and Ab, was it like, so he was always, he's older than you, correct? Three years, yeah. Three years. So was it a big brother thing that he, you know, like, because a lot of times sibling rivalries, sibling rivalries are real. Facts. You get Thinking older. back on it, I really just believe I was the jealous little brother. Mm. Because it was like, why are you messing with like these guys? Ain't half of me. You know what I'm saying? That was always my thing. Like these, and I always used to beat all these all these young boys up. Mm. All pretty flock young boys. I used to punch on all them all the time. Man. And put them in a position. You I, you were ignorant. Yeah, I used to chase. I was. I mean, I was a kid, and it was like a jealousy thing. Like, why my brother like y'all so much? Y'all suckers. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I used to have to show Ab like, look, man, they suckers. Look, watch they run. I used to do stuff like that. But so, Ab ain't carry little. Once he loves somebody, he love him. So he'll fight me. The last time me and Ab fought, it was over them. Mm. I was 16. He was 19. <laughs> he actually smacked me. Like, he really, 
<laughs> like open hand smack me. It was very disrespectful. We had to get in the middle of the street and fight. I think I got out on him. Explain that though. Explain. I, I need to know that story. We was on the well. It's coming out in the book. Ab, Ab just wrote a book. It's coming out, but it's like a biography, autobiography. Okay, but okay. just give us what just you to sum it up a little bit. Um, you know, I was bullying this bullying this youngest per usual. And while I'm talking, I'm talking trash about them to him. And he like, man, stop cussing. I just come home from a juvenile bed. So I'm looking at him like, what? Stop cussing, man, if you don't get that out of here. He smacked me. <laughs> so once he smacked me, it was like, all right, come on, we gotta go rip. Yeah. We get in the middle of the street, we rumble. I get the best of him, you know what I mean? Let, it let me tell the story, I got the best of him. Pretty flock, he was there, flock. I wasn't there. I heard about this legendary fight. <laughs> you heard about that? Now, right? I heard this this joint right here is legendary. I what heard you, about it. I what I'm saying, there. what did you hear? Did you hear I was piecing him up? Like, keep it real. I did hear you was throwing <laughs> some joints. I'm trying to take you. And head buddy then grabbed him. Well, I didn't want to tell that part. <laughs> well, the fight ended. The fight ended because I was getting out on him real good. He grabbed me and he head butted me. And he caught me with a real good one and like banged my head into the car. And that was like the end of the fight. But with the hands, he couldn't do nothing with me. Mm. If Ab, now, 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 now this is a, because a lot of times, now this is a, when we hear about things like that, no matter who's on the opposite side, we hear that you can't interfere with brothers. Meaning like say, so how was it with you and Ab? Like say if you and Ab get in an argument and one of his men said, you mean, you bugging. Like, he rolled on he rolled on you? No, he's getting rolled on. The part by both of y'all? Yeah, that's how it Okay, was. okay. It always ends up so, like that. Yeah, it always ends up like that. Because like I always that. fight his friends. Like, though, they was, you know, they his age. Yeah. I always got to punch him, one of them. As soon as they try to fight me back, it's like, nope, you got to fight that. He jumping, he jumping in it. So mm -hmm. I get to get my punch off with no consequence. Got to fight that. <laughs> So you knew it was love then, basically. You, you, even, even when you and him fought, it was, it was always love there. Y'all just had y'all little brotherly absolutely competition, brotherly fights, arguments. I, I was following Ab all the time. When he ran away, I ran away with him. He had to make me go in the house. Like, man, you don't get out of here. Go back in the house. It's like, no, I'm staying wherever you going. We had that type. But we missed a lot of years together from, you know, prison, just from being in the streets. Hmm. So he would get locked up. He'd come home, I would get locked up. We missed like probably like 14 years straight. Damn. Just from being, you know, in and out. Or one time, when I did my when I did the longest stretch I did, the like the nine years, he came home three days after I got locked up. I got locked up three days later, he came home. Now I'm gone. I come home, he went to court the next day. Like, came and got me on a Monday, had to go to court Tuesday, got found guilty and sentenced the same day, had to turn himself in the next week. And he had did three years or 18 months boot camp. He got three years to 18 months boot camp. Then I came, then he came home. When he came home, I went in for six months, excuse me. I went in for six months, came back out. And that was like, when I came out that time, that's the longest run we ever had on the streets since mm. we was kids. And that wasn't long, you know, he went to the feds. And, so we kind of always in and out. This was like the longest we ever really like rock together. So what does that do for y'all, like you know, mentally and like how do y'all um, <clears throat> how y'all communicate throughout those times? Like when when you were in, you know, when he was in there, you was out. Like 
We how, didn't really. How y'all communicate? Because like you said, out, out here when you're both out here, you had your little debates and fights like that. He got, he had your back still, you got his back. But now you and you you know you you incarcerated. He's incarcerated. Like, how does he support you? You know, like. Oh man, when I was incarcerated for a long time, he was all I had on the support tip, mm. as far as monetary. Then he got locked up. When I was locked, when I got locked up, he got locked. I got locked up in two thousand and four. Then him and Kaz got locked up in two thousand and five. So that kind of stopped my flow a little bit as far as the money. I had to figure out my own way. I mean, that's good because I guess, you know, make a man out of me. I could go ahead and figure it out. I figured it out. But, yeah, he had got locked up. But as far as, like, writing and we ain't do none of that, I ain't call him none of that too much mm. except for when I went upstate. I think last time when we did the interview, we asked, did we, we asked you, I mean, this is the interview got messed up, but we did ask you about the childhood in the home, the parents. Like, How many of y'all was in the home? Um, it was first, my first, my oldest brother's name was Ibrahim. He died when he was three. So it was Ibrahim. Then it was Ab. Then it, my dad had a son, just Raheem, but he didn't grow up in the house with us. Then it was me. Then it was my little sister. And then my little brother. Hmm. How many of y'all was that? What's that for? But we had one more because my mom took in her cousin's son. When he was one, and that was I wasn't born yet. So as long as I've been alive, he's been living with us. So you could say five. Okay, all in one house. All in one house. North Philly. North Philly. Mom and dad was in the house together. Mom and dad. So so, and I ask you this: is like, what do you remember? Like, how was dad? Like, what type of guy was dad? Um, kind of like me. As far as the streets, I really don't know. I've never seen that side. But I knew he was in the streets at one point, but I never we never talked about it, never none of that. But everybody think he was mean, because it's you know, it's the, he looked mean, but he just was a really funny guy. Everything was just funny about him. He liked to play all day. He just looked real mean. He looked like somebody you wouldn't want to play with, but he was a real cool guy. So, but he was in the streets at one point. Yeah, he was in the streets at one point. I don't know too much about it. I know he was got locked up a few times. I remember, you know, him getting locked up a few times. I know he was on probation for a long, for like for a long time. He just got off probation. I was almost grown by the time he got off probation. What type of probation is that? I really don't know. I'm really not. Oh. I never really dug. We never talked about it. He never really glamorized that. Mm-hmm. None of that stuff. What about moms? My mom was just a beautiful soul, man. That was it. Just one of the most special. She was one of the special ones. Like everybody knew her, loved her. She one of them. Who was a strict parent in the house? Moms or pops? Um, pops. Pops was a strict one. Yeah. So if you did some school, something happened, or you in the streets, pops, pops was straight, y'all out. Yeah, absolutely. So, but when you like, so you got. You're in a home in North Philly. All you guys in the home, mom and pops is there. Um, and who was the one that started giving the trouble in the home? And who would be the, the first troublemaker? Is your oldest brother? No, actually, well, no, my old, I told you my oldest brother died oh, when he was right. three. Yeah, you just yeah. said it. Yes, yes, all right. So he was the only person that was born was Ed. So Ad I never was. got to meet him. I never got to meet him, but um, I think it was my cousin. But hold on, how, how did your older brother pass away, if you don't mind? Uh, gunshot. We don't, I'm not really sure 
how it happened. I know that uh, I found, I actually found the newspaper. I didn't really know. I found the newspaper article in the house and I read it. So it was a gunshot wound. He, he found a gun in the house and accidentally shot himself. He happened to be the only left-handed person in the family. That's how they, they knew it was self-inflicted. They was trying to lock my parents up for it, but he was, yeah, he was three. Your parents got arrested for that, don't I believe they got arrested. I don't. Well, I, I know they got questioned. I don't know if they got arrested. I don't know. You know, I wasn't born yet, so and they ain't, oh. this ain't something that I could openly talk about with my mom because it's like her son. You know, you could tell every year. You could tell she's broke on his birthday, so you could tell like that still was touchy. So I never really got into it. You never got into it, but you just read an article one day. You never talked yeah, about it. I snuck and read it. It was in like a, a photo album. It was in the back of the photo album. Mm. That, uh, you know, s- saying that, you know, we can imagine what that does to mom. If you're saying that every year, like, we can imagine yeah, what yeah, that does to her I can tell she was broke about that. Because mm. she never mentioned it at all. She never. Some parents mention they, you know, they had a, another child, but the, she don't mention it at all. Um. Yeah, they talk about it briefly. Like when my aunts and them come around, they might mention it. You know, he. They say he was the worst though, as far as bad. He was real bad, but yeah, not too much though. I would. I don't want to open it up to him. Whenever they Got feel it. like talking, I listen. And, but I don't never really. Yo, what happened with that? What really happened? I just want to know. <laughs> you can't ask Bob that. Yeah, she no, with that. That's a tough question. Yeah, she, that's a tough question. Yeah, it's a very tough question. When, when um, so your cousin. Which was the youngest one that came into the home? No, he right. He was over before me. you, right? Him and Ab like the same age. Yeah, because she, she brought him in the home at one. She adopted him at one. You said mm-hmm. brought him home. He was the one that went to the streets first. Gave trouble or, or gave trouble. He gave trouble. Yeah, in the house. he was evil. That guy, Nas. Nas, uh, yeah, he's a guy. He's a, he was an evil kid. What do you mean, short, evil kid? short, light skin? He just had a lot of things working against him. He was short. He was light skin. So they two different complexes. And, you know, it just was, nah. What does that mean? <laughs> kicked him over. Uh, he went to, he was always getting kicked out of school. Middle school, he hit his teacher with a chair. My mom sent him to, to live with her cousin over in London. He was over in London on the, um, in the Army. So he was overseas somewhere. Mom sent him over there. He sent him right back. He can't <laughs> stay over here. <laughs> Right back. I'm talking like four or five months. Right back. He got to come back. So that mm-hmm. was him. He was in and out the system for a while, for longer than any of us. Why do you think so? Do you think that is it? Is it any trauma from not like well, you know, he was that? with. Mm-hmm. He was with. He was living with my mom. So you know, he's watching us with our mom and our dad. You of know, course. so that probably, you know caused him to act out a little bit. He couldn't really experience what we was experiencing. Even though he was getting everything we was getting, but it just wasn't his mom and his dad. So Where was his parents or where was his mom? Um his mom was in jail. His mom was crazier than him. And uh his dad, I think his dad was I don't wanna speak wrong, but I think I believe he was on drugs. Okay. Smoet though, shout out to Smoet. So, Ab is so now as, as children. Um, you said Ab, at what age Ab decided to run away from now? Because you said he wanted to run away. Oh, he did run away. I don't, I don't really remember. I think he might have been about. What that's the door closed. Thirteen. He might have been about thirteen. 
14, something like that. He, he left, though, when he was, like, 16. It was over. He wasn't around no more. He, he got out of there. He, he, wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't getting along with your parents? No, we came up in, a, like, a real strict Muslim household. So it wasn't too much TV. It wasn't too, it wasn't too much of nothing. You know, except for studying, school, and praying. So, you know, I guess he just wanted to get, you know, spread his wings a little bit, experience a little life a little bit. Because we, we was very, very confined. What's that like, though? Like, talk about that growing up in a, in a Muslim household. Like, that's a little different. You know, coming from, you know, you're in yeah, North Philly. We was like one of the first in my neighborhood. We was like the only kids coming to school with like full Muslim attire. Mm. So it, was, it wasn't that popular then. So, you know, you get the teases for the skirts and the dresses, you know how they go. But we, you know, we was rough, black, dirty kids from North Philly, so. But <laughs> <laughs> what is a Muslim attire, though? I know, I know. The, for the you know the thobe, it looked like a, the thobe, the long. Oh. Or the, uh, so, the Izzar, who look, what, look, what looks like a skirt. You know, you tie it around with the kufi. And, yeah, we was doing all that. Oh, my, mom, my mom, she was full, you know, kneecap. You only could see her eyes. And mm -hmm. we was all in it. So it was very serious in the house. Yeah, very serious in the house. So when 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 your mom go outside, but in the, in, the, in the home she's she doesn't have the garments. Unless unless you know there's company around, and she when there's company around, she's garbed all the way up. In the well, house. Can you explain that to me? That 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 what is what does it mean? Why is it done like that? Well, for a few reasons to protect the women. From you know men lusting and you know so they you know there's a lot of sickos out here and, you know lust we believe that lust begins with the eyes lust start with the eyes so the less they see the more they can lust off of and it's also to protect the man from lust because we believe that lust is a sin so you know it's like a two way street we just helping each other that's all so we ain't, the men ain't got to get the sin of lusting off of you and you know you don't you're not the cause of it. You know, protect your modesty. Only your husband should be able to see anything that's underneath that. Wow. So, talk about like what you guys. I mean, you, you kind of said it a little bit a few a few seconds ago. But talk about what you guys did in the household, like as kids growing up. Like you had toys in the house, video games, or was it just really this like work? Barely. We had a few video games, but barely. We was behind on the video games. But all our couple friends had all the video games. But we was just, you know, praying five times a day, studying, mm. going to school. We all excel in school, though. We always like good in school, like far as grades, we, until you know the behavior stuff kicked in. But as far as our grades, we all got good grades. We all tested well. But uh, yeah, that was that was about it. I was a vicious sneak out. I had to get out, so I was like hard to control. Once I got like twelve, punishment and all that stuff was out the window, because I take the beating at that point. Mm -hmm. But that twelve, thirteen is like. What, don't go outside, all right, as soon as y'all leave, I'm out. I just take the beating when I get back in. I'm going to do what I want at that point. So when was your, like, breaking point for you? Like, at, at what age and, like, what moment did you know, like, all right, I'm done with this lifestyle. Like, I, I got to go outside. I gotta, you know, I got I to gotta break free. I never was really done with the lifestyle. It just, we were struggling. Mm -hmm. I didn't really see it till I got older, but we were struggling. I started to notice how my mom would never buy clothes for herself. So I started to peep, like, Mom, you had them shoes for like a year and a half. The sneakers you keep wearing. So it got to a point where it was like, 
I'm gonna just take myself off the table. One less person that you gotta worry about. That was really it. That's how I really started. But your, your brother, so, <clears throat> so, do you think that the influence of the school and influence of being outside the neighborhood? Because if you grow up in a strict household, you see you praying five five times a day, barely have video games, and it's a Muslim household. The influence that you get is from the outside, right? The the kids, the neighborhood, the school. You see things and you want that. So Ab might have wanted that, and I don't want to follow these rules, and because you know inf influence is is heavy. Especially when you were a child, when you're children. It wasn't really to follow the rules. It was really like we needed money. So oh, it ain't God. like we jumped off the porch like that to, uh, to violence. We just trying to get some money to help out, you know, what was going on in the house. Or to take, or take ourselves off the table. I don't know really. That was my reason. When I talked to Ab now, he was, you know, thinking the same thing like, uh oh, I would like her to just worry about herself now. We're, we old enough to worry about us. Now she could just worry about the younger ones and maybe she could get herself some stuff now. Cause she really wasn't, that wasn't really her thing. Any money she got, she spent on her kids. It was a lot of it. Was Pops always in the home still or did he leave at one point? Um, Pop was always in the home up until like 18. Up until I was like 18. Really? Yeah, he was always around. But I mean, besides the jail stint, but I was so young, I don't even remember. I just see pictures. Mm. So what was your first, you know, what was your first thing you, you did to, get, to, 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 to try to get money? Um. Oh, so drugs. It was like, you know, right outside. You just go outside. You sell drugs. smiling for <laughs> No, I'm saying that's what I did. That's what, well, that's what we did. That was the first thing we did. Of course, you know, Ab jumped in at first, and I just couldn't. That was another look, jealous little brother thing. Because I couldn't get no money with him. But, like, all the little chumps, he would put, I mean, that was him protecting me. But back then, I didn't see it as that. It was like, what's going on here, man? So I had to go find my own way. I had to go do my own thing somewhere outside of what they had going on. So I always do my own thing. I was like damn near Brad to do my own thing because I could never do it with A. Mm -hmm. Guess he thought I was too young. So, no, I, I need, yeah, you know, it get, it get crazy. Yeah. Look, as soon as we open it, look, they make noise. Sorry, y'all. As soon as we open the door, we hear noise, man. <laughs> damn, son, we trying to get the only one is air, bro. So, now, moving forward, Ab, Ab is outside first. Average in the street, you can't get no money with him. You follow behind him, but at the same time, because he's older, he has already you know moved on and, and do different things. And yeah, I was already like as far as everything except for hustling. Like I was smoking, I was you know I was in the streets, I was cutting school, I was fighting a lot. And Ed wasn't doing none of that. Ed was fighting probably mostly because of me, but Ed was like a well liked guy. But he wasn't smoking, drinking, none of that. Just so happened that he was always smart. So when it was time for somebody to say, "Damn, who going? You know what, Ab, huh? This is yours." You know what I'm saying? I wasn't. I didn't fit, so I went and got you know did my own thing. When you were younger, though, like when? Did, and I always want to ask this because you said you did juvenile bit and stuff. When did things get heavy for you? What was the first? And I think I asked you this before in other interview. What was the first thing in your life that was, when you was young, that was changing? Whether it was a beef, whether it was an issue, whether it was school, where you, where they first put the cuffs on you? What did you do? What happened? 
the first, when they first put the cuffs on me, when they first put the cuffs on me, I was young. It was a, um, the first time I got locked up, it was a strong arm rivalry. Uh, um, like on the, around the broad now in section, like where King Ernie from. Mm -hmm. We was just kids and I know me and a, a good friend of mine, we was coming back from the mall, stopped to go see his cousin. We knew they didn't have no money. We had the conversation before we got there. Look, we not getting there. We not buying all the weed. We ain't doing all that. So <laughs> once we got there, of course, they didn't have no money. So it's like, man, we got flying some money. We just took some money, money on a strong going robbery. We was kids, though. In the street? Yeah. So you ain't, you ain't do it to the family. You went to go, you said, it's kind of tricky. You said we went to go see his cousin. Then we had a conversation that who don't have no money? The cousin? Yeah, the cousins and his friends, they ain't, they ain't had no money. We knew they didn't. So we knew... Once we got there, we wasn't gonna spend our money. They seen us with the bag, we just coming from the mall. So we just, you know, strong on somebody took their money. Oh, so you didn't do it to the cousin in them though? No. Okay, got it. Somebody out there waiting on the bus. And and then it's, how do you get caught? How they told? They told you, just, yeah, yeah, I was young, I just stood there. Yeah, I did it and stayed in the area. No, we ran. We got just got caught running. Listen, <laughs> we got caught running. We went to court. I beat the case, actually. Even though I'm the one who, even though I'm the one, I can say this because I beat the case in trial. Even though I'm the one who did everything, I beat the case because he was saying that I was doing everything, but he was being smart because I had like a, a Flyers jersey on at, at trial, and he kept saying Lindros over there. Getting the judge mad. The judge got so mad he dismissed all the charges against me. <laughs> and he was saying I did everything. Who did this? Lindros over there. It's like, well, you can either point to him or say his name. We're not going to keep going with Lindros. And he just kept saying it, so the judge dismissed the charges against me. Wait, 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 what? That's what happened. What are you talking about? I'm talking about... Know who Eric Lindros is. That was the fly. I had a Flyers jersey on. It was an Eric Lindros jersey. Okay. The guy was on the stand. He kept referring to me as Eric Lindros over there. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And being sarcastic, so the judge was getting mad at him for doing that. He was asking him to address me in you know certain manner that he wouldn't. So the judge dismissed all the charges against me. No, hold two on. of my friends got house arrest for it. Hold on, give me a second. Look at Eric, Eric Lindros. Yeah, is that a hockey player? Hockey, yeah, I figured. Yeah, it's a hockey player. Sound like a <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't watch hockey. You don't watch hockey? I mean, I went to the game recently. I went to the Rangers game every day, but that's pretty I just go, This guy right he's here? like 15 years. I don't watch hockey neither, but the guy was, he was good. <laughs> he was a guy, man. He was a he guy. Was a guy. <laughs> you, you know what that? He was a good kid, man. You going to talk, pull He was a good kid. Eric Lindros was a great guy. He had me play for the Flyers. Jersey kind of fire. Man. I keep forgetting this New York. I be, I be feeling so much <laughs> at, at home. <laughs> I forget that we in New oh, York. So oh, so a right, big right. kid, man. Philly team. Yeah, it's a Philly, Philly. Philly. So, so is hockey big in Philly? Was at the time? Yeah, at the time. Well, and Eric Lindros was really good, so everybody knew who he was. So you know, I had the jersey. You know, back when everybody had the hockey jerseys, nigga, you, you remember that era? Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. So back at that time, he was rocking the hockey jersey, and he I, had the I Eric Lindros. It, I believe I started that wave. It was kind of before that. This was like ninety. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, no, this was a long time ago. I started. I, I did. So I started with, a lot of trends in Philly. You start. You start the hockey. Years, jersey? You saw the hockey jersey people wearing it? You was the first one? Yeah, people wasn't wearing hockey jerseys. Oh, Not in Philly. 
Okay, okay. I started a lot of trends in Philly, like the black suede Timberlands. I started that trend. Wasn't nobody wearing them. What else I you started? I for a year straight in what school. Else? So the, the the hockey jersey, the black suede Timberlands, what else? I started a lot of trends. Well, we started sturdy. Everybody's saying sturdy. We started a lot of trends. Really? Carrying it. Yeah, sturdy, carrying it. Quilly used to hang around us, right? He was with OPH for a while. So, you know, he took the lingo and went where he went and, you know. And just and, carried it. And just carried it on. I got that from y'all. Carry it. You know how I carry it. Yeah, but that's. I that's, got that, I got that from y'all, but so OBH thing. The, 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 the Philly guys mm-hmm. in the comments get mad at me. Are like, you still in Philly slang? We say that out here. So, but I got that from y'all. So I don't. I can't confirm if you started it. Philly's still from everybody now. So, we was one of the most original cities. Now we just followers. We copy everybody. So 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 before we get into that, let, 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 let's. So the strong arm robbery. At what age was this? Thirteen. I don't really remember. It was about that young, 12, 13. So when did you, what what caused you to do the bid? Like, remember you said you did a bid. Like, What, what did a juvie you bid? Yeah. What a juvie mm-hmm. bid was, you know, for crack. Oh, really? Selling, just, selling crack? Yeah, I was going to get some. I was, it was the first. And the guy, I had, I had a guy working for me. He was a kid. He was working for me. I was a kid, too, though, so it didn't really matter. We both was kids. But for some reason, he got paid, and he wanted to, he thought about school the next day. And I wasn't going to stop me from going to school. In my mind, I'm like, you ain't been to school in months. But it's like, all right, you got money now. You want to go to school. So now I got to go out. You know, I wasn't a, against going out there. But it was a weed drought. I remember it was 2002. It was a vicious weed drought in Philly. My neighbor said that he had some. He knew where to get some weed from. I'm supposed to be going back to the block. I get in the car with him, go get some weed. They've been watching the block. They pull me over. I got like 52 nicks on me. I went to jail for 52, having 52 nicks of Ooh. crack. So I went something, to the Something was wrong with you, bro. <laughs> it was running. I'm talking about the neighborhood was really rolling at this time. 52 nicks would have lasted about 52 minutes. What, did mm. the crack uh, pandemic hit Philly hard? Like it did in New York, or people outside on Very lines. Hard. People my, like, was it hard out there too? In my yes. era, everybody I knew, parents was on crack. Really? Yeah, right. We all crack babies. All of us. I think that's the best era. That's crack baby era. Crazy, one of the man. best eras. <laughs> Three hundred two and crack babies, man. Do Do y'all remember? Like, when do you realize <laughs> your parents or people, their parents on crack? What do you see? Because there's functioning crackheads, right? There's functioning ones. Well, now, now there is. Back then, it wasn't functional crackheads. When you was on it back then, it was zombie land, man. It was a whole thing. No, you ain't go outside and see your parent being zombies. A lot of people did, yes. <laughs> I didn't, but I'm, a lot of my friends, I I know a lot of my, I've seen a lot of my friends' mom and coke houses. And, right. Damn, it's such a such a, She trying to trick for niggas like for real, I signed you up there running around all the time, Lindsay. All the time. Man. Would you still sell to someone's parents if, if you see their parents coming? Like, if, if you I, had, I absolutely would. Mm. Back then, I'm back saying. Then, back then, yeah, not yeah. not now, obviously, yeah, not so, now. Yes, but, I would. But back then, you you you. Have My you, mentality have you seen some back then friends? was they're going to get it from somewhere. Yeah. If they don't get it from me, they're still going to go find it and get right. it. Right. Why so not make the money? You beat them to it, yes. Why not make the money? They're going to get the money to somebody else. I was in it for the money at that time. I did, I wanted the money. I wasn't caring about nothing, nothing else but the money. Of course, we got you know morals and standards, and we hate to see it, but you know it happened. 
What you gonna do? Just kind of. What you gonna do, man? So you you sell crack to one of your people's moms? I've done it. Now now now, where does that put you? He knew his mom was on crack. <sighs> but some people don't do that. You know that. You're aware. Some people like man, I, you ain't nah. Or because you was a, you, you was the toughest guy for your age, so nobody could question you. That's probably what it was. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you. <laughs> That's probably what. But well, how far? Like, what now, uh, let me ask you a question. How how far? Here, bring the mic down. Let's see your face. Your how, face how far did you uh, or did you go at the time? Like, if, if it's somebody that's in your circle, moms came in, or like you still sell to them, or if somebody that you kind of like see in schools, you know them on the block, but you don't even cool them like that, you'll sell to their, their parents. One of my one of my close one of my close friends, you know, before he told uh, Zeke, his I used to I used to serve his mom. He knew it. You mean told Zeke? What, what? What? Before he told, his name was Zeke. He here right now. Zeke, but bro. I used to serve. Yeah, I used to serve his mom. He knew that though. Are you saying that because he told, and now you distance yourself from him? Like, like, because you always got some type of slick stuff with you. So no, now you want to confess good, no, everything. Was, oh, let me just get this out. <laughs> this is my youngin. Everything with you was so calculated and 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 very funny. When you let me just no, get it up, please. I, I don't want people to say I'm talking over you. I want to get at you real quick. Everything is so calculated and and very funny the way you talk, that it's like a silent but deadly hit, right? Now let me tell you what I mean. You just said, pay attention, a friend of mine. So you acknowledge he was your friend, Zeke. You said his name before he told. He was my friend before he told. That told. Now you put this big stain on him. I sold krills to his mom's. Yeah, knew. because in a situation. So like now this, we gotta look like, wait, hold on, what? So that is a diss, because now you acknowledge that he's a as a rat. And he's like, what type of double entendre this is about, that? We talking about people's mother that was on crack now. You saying that it's calculated, but I, you didn't prep me for none of these questions. That's for one. And for two, <laughs> you have to think, I had to think of who can I say, who can I say without offending or Cause we talking about somebody's mom selling crack, so I didn't want to just say anybody's name, but it's like, ah, fuck Zeke. And he told anyway. So but that's rude. It's still somebody, so you don't care about the mom rule then. The mom rule don't stand with somebody that tell. What mom rule? It's, you said, look what you just the said. The respect factor is, is it's, he, gone. It's, it's gone now. Just because he told, so the respect that he had for him. I don't have to have any respect. Don't got no respect for him. All right, him let's anymore. talk about it. Like, when, did he, who, who, when did he tell? What did he, how old were you when he told? Yeah. No, 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 I just want to know something. He no, actually no. told on Ab. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, he told on Ab. Ab and Cassidy on the homicide. The and rapper, man. the rapper Cassidy. Yeah, and, and Pretty Flock. Told on you too. Pretty Flock is the connection between Cassidy and Ab. That's how Cassidy and Ab met. Cause Pretty Flock is is good friends with Cassidy still to this day. Shout to Cass. You know, he brought him to meet Ab, and they've been cool ever since. But when that case, you know. When the case when the case happened, the guy just he, he was my friend. I don't know how he got with Ab, but I was in jail. And, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Told, I, I heard about this case before. Is it the one that went on on the news where like somebody yeah, the was involved in the, the same one we're talking about? Yeah, the homicide. He told on that. The guy Zeke told on that. Give me a second. Hold on. <laughs> What happened, man? <laughs> I, I want to get, get at him. 
Let me sit up, man. 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 Uh, Cassidy took a deal for um, involuntary manslaughter and got 11 and a half to 23 months. Uh, Ab took it to trial and beat it. But so him telling, he actually, so he told like from a stand, on a stand, or you think that he, did he write? We didn't think. He wrote a statement. You know, a couple other of Ab young boys wrote a statement. But they just were scared. They was young. They was under a lot of pressure. So, you know, they, they just said whatever they needed to to get out. But once the, the trial happened, of course, they told the truth and Ab got off. Oh, I found it, yeah. Mm. Look at that. 23 months. I received credit for time served. Mm-hmm. That's how Cash got out on that. He took a deal. Now, when you find out, this, so what does that, and, and, and you said the guy Zeke, his name is Zeke. Yeah. He told on you as well. Yeah. What did he say about you, Fox? I mean, just that I was there, you know. They was just asking about my name. He was putting my name there, putting me on the scene of a scene, basically. But why does he stand out before anybody else that tall? What is like? What is his statement? Right, his statement. Everybody just the other two guys just agreed with that. So he made the initial statement. Then when they went to the other guys, like, look, this was Zeke said happened. Oh yeah, that is what happened. So what does that do now? Like, what, where does that put? Where does that put this guy? Like, you said this guy named Zeke. Where does that that put him? Because obviously he didn't leave the city. No, of course. In the sewer. Of course. Why, why is that? His <laughs> honor is with a rat show, man. I know, but he's not honorable. Zeke, why you doing this, man? I'm trying to be done with the honor. The he's honor actually, man. He's no, actually in prison for homicide. Actually, he's currently in prison for homicide. It's sad, ain't it? It's like you couldn't tell you told on somebody else shooting somebody. Then you go and shoot somebody. It's like I don't understand that. But does that does that does that does that take away like by him telling was he still outside around? Did he or like was he one of? Because there's some people that when they tell they still around. Well, know? I was in jail the whole time, so I can't speak on if he was okay, around or not. But if I was home, he definitely wouldn't have been around. No rats come around when I'm around. But if they're a tough rat, no such thing. There's no. Oh, hold on. Now we gotta argue this. <laughs> you can't say that. No, you can't. We talk an oxymoron from a moral standpoint, but in reality, they are no. they are gangster snitches. No. How? How can they? What? Be? Well, they probably could be a gangster. Everybody got a different interpretation of gangster. All right. I don't respect the word, so they could be gangster. I don't respect the word neither. Okay, but there are people who snitched who are perceived as tough guys and will still perceived. and still That's carry it, will still lay something down. You see the word that you use? Yeah, hold on, but still lay something down. So now, where did that put them? You got punks well, There's a lot of cowards that will lay something down. There's a lot of cowards that will lay something down. That don't make you tough. What makes you, you tough? Kill take care of your family. Let's go. Take care of your family. Take care of your kids. <laughs> no. Go to work. Like, let's there stop. There you go. Let's, yeah, of course. You go. That's a part of us there growing up. Flip. Of course. That's because, a, you know, because but when we were up, younger, we didn't think that. We knew what in our mind what a person who was official was. We knew what we felt. Let's talk from that standpoint. No, Not as an adult. But you got to think of the most official people, though, right? Okay. Tell me. How much work did they actually have to put in? Yeah. Not too much because nobody played with them too much. So they didn't actually have to do too much. Mm. People that's out there running around doing all this, they're trying to be something. Right. They're not that. Why are you getting into so much trouble if you're that? 
Why are people still playing with you if you're that? You still got to defend yourself, protect you. Come on, man. You're not that. You're trying to be. So all that, you because you killed somebody, I don't believe that make you tough, man. I know a lot. Of, I've been in prison with a lot of people who had multiple homicides, soft as ever. Washing niggas draw. Soft. Mm. I'm talking about wouldn't even look you in your eyes. Because <laughs> we, we hear those stories Watch a lot. Niggas pups. But we, 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 we hear those stories a lot. But what it is, then, we're not going to lead the youth the wrong direction. We're not. So let's, uh, this is not what I'm trying to do. But I want to have a dialogue about this because, because you guys, even King Erna and everybody in here, stand on honor as far as when you tell, right? When you tell on someone, no matter how much work you put in, no matter how much money you get in, no matter if you could, if you out there, you do it in broad daylight, it, it takes away from who you everything. are. It takes away everything. But realistically, we're talking about realistically speaking now. Mm. Even if it takes away from your peers, realistically, a lot of people may be um, apprehensive of approaching you because they know that you may still lay something down or... Because a lot of them walk around and stuff like that, or are they protected? Like, what angle do we take in this? I think the people that's apprehensive, mm -hmm. they're scared. Right. Because a woman to lay something down. True. You back up, you run up on a woman the wrong way, she will shoot you. That's so a fact. That don't, that don't make them tell you. You're afraid of this guy because right. he told. It's not like you, you, this you, guy's actually tough. It's like right. he's seen everybody thinks he's tough, so some people, a lot of people are scared of him. Do you think, again, brother, I'm sorry. The, the perception... The perception and the reality of the word that you're using could be two different things. True. Actual. So the, the oxymoron was a tough rat. Mm -hmm. Tough means the person that's willing to endure. This is what I did. The person that says, I'm not going to jail for somebody else. No, brother. You're going to jail for the criminal thing that you involved yourself in knowingly. And you stand on that. Mm -hmm. That's being tough. That's actual and reality dealing with the consequences. So when you say tough rat and the general perception of what someone may think is tough because they lay something down, those are two different things. The perception of what people think and what actually is the reality is two different things. So even the examples that you've said kind of sarcastically, oh, the guy that's working hard, that's taking care of his kids, that dude in this space, especially if you ain't making okay, that person is actually tough. I agree. Reality. So what I was saying at the sarcastic angle I was taking, we now as adults, we respect that is tough to endure the pain, to put your, your whole family legacy on your back, to put to do six, seven jobs in order to provide and, and, and do that. That we we acknowledge that. Like that us as as adults, I can acknowledge that. Like, yeah, that's fire. I see that. I saw the pain that my father went through. I saw my father sweep a daycare just to provide for me to go to that daycare. Yeah. Mm. I saw my father do that and take me home late at night after cleaning the daycare to bring me back in the morning, then go to another job. I seen that. I respect that. I emulate as an adult, as an adult, and even growing up in a, you know, 16, 17. But when I was younger, my perception and vision was 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 was, was tainted by what I thought was some, you know, like. Tough was somebody who violate or nobody playing with him. He could stand anywhere he want. They, they know that's what we thought as kids, and or I thought until you learn. And I did see people who tell how things trickle down. How man, you told you did the and I. So I want to say that you did something so crazy that 
that respect we have for you is nothing. So now we wouldn't have tried you. Now we're going to try you. And then when you try the person nine times out of ten, they're not as who you, you know, who they have, <laughs> who how it was predicted. Because we know, you know one thing. We, this is what we know. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go to jail. That's so true. now you, you're not willing to take it to these type of levels. Sneakily, you might do it, but that's coward stuff. Got it. You know what I'm saying? But if I'm head on and I'm saying, come, come, let's, you don't want to do that because you don't want to go to jail. you just told to get out of that. Mm -hmm. So how could you be anything? You don't want to do that. Why do you think when we were younger guys, I'm asking you this, um, that they, they, they thought that if you shoot somebody, you were that dude. And then now we understand that even a coward, even a coward, was like we know that it's, it's documented. Just the wrong guidance, man. It's never, it's never what you do. It's always why. Exactly. It's okay. never really what you do because you could shoot the, somebody. Anybody could shoot somebody. But say you just shot somebody because you like you was having a bad day, or nine times out of ten, them guys just be having issues, yeah. or they've been getting picked on. There's a lot of anger coming. You got to really see they be having other problems. It don't be because they trying to be tough or they be having other mental problems. They, like they got Will a whole, Smith. not even had, had enough. enough. <laughs> they got like mental issues. Some of them can't see a lot of guys nowadays. They they can't communicate. They can't talk. And it's not a slight against you know nobody. You don't got to be the most educated, but a lot of people really can't hold a conversation. So you trying to talk to them about a situation that happened, they automatically think you're disrespecting them because they can't comprehend it. Mm -hmm. I mean, what the f did you talking about, man? And only <laughs> they don't know how to talk, so they get violent. Yeah. There was a lot of that going on too. So a lot of guys, they really don't be tough. They just be slow. Some people be speaking. slow. They be frustrated. They be a whole lot of other stuff. Cause See, your it, question too, though, mm -hmm. the reason why it's that way is because it's something that at at the last album release party, it's something you said to me that stuck with me. It's the media. For the whole time, I thought Scarface, Tony Montana was the dude. Cause of the, cause of the under, you know, the underdog story. Mm -hmm. Lee told me he was like, Scarface was the villain. The whole time, Scarface was the villain. Every time he leveled up, he snaked somebody to get there. He he, he had his man hung. He killed his best friend. He lied on the Sosa. He went to war with Sosa when he he agreed to do something at the UN. Every single move that Scarface made. Scarface was the villain. Mm. You remember telling me that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn. Now, why am I saying that? Because your question was, as a youth, why do we think that this is the... Because the media told us, like Hove said, Scarface the movie did more than Scarface the rabbit to me. Everything in media has said, this is how you're supposed to win. And it's a lie. As a full-grown adult, I never made that connection until we had a conversation about Scarface was the villain. Media, everybody that's watching this, oh, Scarface, everybody got the dumbass poster. <laughs> made him, the media made him out to be the good guy. That's why one thing you said, well, one of your slogans, me for media, yeah. most efficient devil in America. Right, that's what it is. It's, it's there to mislead us. Yeah. It's there to misguide us. That's, that's, <laughs> so hold on. So you took the media and made it, you know, gave it meaning. Most effective devil in America. I and got it, that from Malcolm. Wow. Most effective devil in America. Wow. And, and, and look how clever we are as black people. Look how clever. I'm mm -hmm. thinking media is TV and something. You got to really listen to pay attention. Media is what is what is you know out there and the, the news sources and everything like that. And 
but you have to listen to these things because it's true. The media will feed you things and then you'll run on it. Like the media would make of what we think and, and highlight these guys that's doing crazy things. Like why is a guy breaking into a home and and, and, and getting how you getting it and, and, and letting it and somebody have it? Why why would the youth think that's that's okay or that's good? Oh yeah, he did that, he got off on the ops. Nah, but you forgot that 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 kid had a mother. That kid had a father, grandmother. What damage are you presenting to them? Also, this sort of street cred that you're trying to get is is false. Because the people who are real or who stand for something wouldn't accept that. I watched guys when I was a kid tell me, like, you know, somebody that raised me the other day, he was like, you was around so much people. You was around Webb, you was around Nitty, you was around Stack Bundles, Maserati Fox. Why do you think that nobody ever pushed you to do anything bad? And I didn't think about that. I just thought in my mind, like, I was around him. I was able to act how I wanted to act. And, 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 and even I overstepped my bounds because I emulated these guys. I looked up to these guys. So I wanted to be like that. I wanted to pick up the, you know, I didn't have to get arrested with a gun. You know, when I, you know, I didn't have to do that, but I wanted to. They never pushed that. So he asked me, he said, why do you think we never pushed you to do that? Of course, we had little mans that we did that, but you wasn't one of them. Why? Because people sometimes, the older guys that been through it, they see something in you that you can't see into yourself. Mm -hmm. They see that you're going down a path that didn't have to go down because it's always instilled in us. Our parents, our family, they tell us the same thing. Don't do this, don't go there. We don't listen because we want to be down. So imagine that when you, when your back is against the wall, when you're a child and then you grow up and you're in the streets and you have no choice, you start to think like, I, I could have took this route. Or you start to see your man that you grew up with that went to school on TV or doing something that you always wanted to do or that you encouraged to do. You start to reflect. It's always within us. It's instilled within us. And sometimes it takes certain things to bring it out. I say that to come back full circle that the people that raised me, they didn't do that. Like Webb would come with a knot of money. What are you doing on the Ave having a bat breaking people's windows to fight over a girl? Why are you doing that? Yeah, give me some money. Go get some sneakers and stuff. Like, get out. What are you doing? Now, when he was younger, probably nobody could have told him anything, but he tried to lead me in the right direction. So to the youth today, they, it's youth raising youth. Their big homies is 16, 17 years old. Mm -hmm. Pay attention. Their big homies is 15, 16, 17. That's your big homie. And I said this when I was rapping, like a lot of people, a lot of kids love their homies more than their mamas. Misdirected Sad, emotion. It? Huh? So that's sad, ain't it? It, it, it? Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine that? And that's like a some of the fakest love ever, because you don't really know who these guys gonna grow up to be. Mm. One of my youngest just came to me the other day. He had six kids with him. They all he came up. A kid though, you know my whole thing with the kids is, you know, we got youth basketball programs. We got this. We got that. We got this. He came to me about something totally different. First thing I told him was, first of all, if I indulge in this conversation with you. I could go to jail, so I'm not having this conversation. <laughs> Second of all, you came to talk to me about something like that with five other people. I said, out of them five people, at least three, I'm telling. Because mm. it's just the truth. I never seen it ain't out of all the groups that came out of Philly, we talking about. We had a lot of like, you know, groups as far as strong black men who rose in the ranks of the streets <laughs> or whatever. They get locked up. How many? 98% of them got rats right next to them in their circle. The rats is always like in their immediate circle. Mm. 
So if you look at that and you see that, why would you want to run and do illegal things in a group? That's like the dumbest shit ever. Nobody never happened. <laughs> it's six of y'all. Four of them going to tell. It's a good chance. It's like a 95% chance that four of them going to tell. So why I still do it? I don't understand. It's just getting like, I don't know, maybe because I'm older and I see it a little different now. But now it's like, why? Why would you ever want to sign up for that? Mm. Do, do you think that... um? Do you think that we don't have a lot of people that we could look up to? Like, so let's let's talk about it. Like, you know, now I find myself um, watching a lot of the old Malcolm clips, the old clips of Marcus Garvey, and understanding, you know, the struggles that us as a people had to go through, right? Back in the days, in the unity that blacks, because you know, African Americans um, had to go through because of. The what was presented to us, the, the, our living conditions, what you know, how society was, right? Now, when you look at the crack era that happened, you got the youngins looking up, like you, got, you see people out there with the new cars, money change, your, your vision is skewed. Like, you know, when they was younger, they looked up the stuff like you know, my parents out there, Martin Luther King is marching and hitting the head with rocks. Bow! Got up and marched again, singing, We Shall Overcome. You, you hit me, you step on my sneakers, I'm trying to hurt you. He got hit in the head with a rock. We shot, boom, got a whole, hole in. Imagine what tenacity that takes. Now, of course, we don't believe in, turning, some of us don't believe in turning up a cheek. I don't believe, well, I, I'm more of a mouth We got a lot of leaders because they made sure that J. Edgar Hoover said it himself, there'll never be another black messiah to rise, not in America. So you did say that by design. You did say that by design. Yeah. We don't we don't have a lot of leaders, yeah. and the ones who is work for them. So that's the reason why we don't have a lot of leaders. We're not going to have a lot of leaders unless they quiet. Yeah, and I think the other part to that too is I think it's important that we focus that the state did that. Like not just because we don't want to be leaders or lead because we are. But the government did that. That wasn't like a oops. Mm -mm. Like, it wasn't like, you know what? After the 70s, we're just going to stop producing leaders. Mm. No, they just made sure that we definitely didn't have nothing. Yeah. And they know that we're good at taking nothing and making it something. Mm. If you look at history, I mean, we could go back to the pyramids. It was nothing there. So we're good at taking nothing and making it something. Once they said, go ahead, y'all could be free. You know, we done took the slots that they gave us and made a delicacy. Mm. We they they had to take that from us. Once they said we can go ahead and be free, we took nothing. Black Wall Street hair, this hair, that hair. Uh, yes. So they took all of that and said, "Well, listen, the only way y'all gonna be able to make some money is sell these drugs, huh? Here they go." But 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 mm. Lee, but 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 look what they did to like even today, like black on black. I call it black on black genocide, or you know the crime. You know, of course, people say you can't compare black on black crime. There's no such thing as black on black. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because of the conditions, correct? We can't say black on black crime. You look at it as the conditions. No, because nobody say white on white crime or Chinese got it, got on Chinese it, got it. crime. Or I agree. No, I agree. I agree. So let's just talk about the issues in our community. Can I say that? Mm -hmm. uh, where people are, you know, hurting each other or trying to come up, trying to come up or get over, you know, that 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 hmm, that behavior is is taught, is learned, right? Um, a lot of issues. One thing about Philly, when you hear about Philly, let's talk about Philadelphia real quick. One thing you hear about Philly is that people in Philly will fight. That's something I know. They're going to fight all day, broad mm -hmm. day. And when did that change? Right? Like, that had to be taught. 
you know, well, that's still a level of battle, though. That's the thing. It's still a level of battle, and it always been that. It always been infighting. You can look at every king they had. Mm. The people that's 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 running Europe now, they kill each other to get in them mm. positions. I'm then that's family members killing each other. Mm. So this been going on since the beginning of the time. Even when it's fighting, even when it's football, even when it's basketball, they do their best to make everything a competition. We gotta go at each other. So it just escalate. Mm. I mean, it was fighting because there wasn't that many guns available. Mm. That's why it was a lot of fighting. So it probably would have been a lot of shooting if it was guns available. It was spares available. We'd have been sparing each other. It was just, you know, we did what we had to do at the time. But it's always been in fighting. It's always going to be in fighting. It's but just so mm-hmm. they just zero in on, on us when it's black people. And they the, make it a very, very, very bad thing. Even though, they, I mean, it's, it's out of pocket right now. We're not going to act like it's not out of pocket mm-hmm. right now. But come on, man. These people are walking in schools killing people blowing up schools and like we're not talking about none of that but when Tyrone killed Leroy it's like oh my god the black on black violence is getting out of creek it's getting outrageous <laughs> of course we wanted to stop of course we definitely wanted to stop but don't make it the biggest issue in the world <laughs> this is a lot more it's a lot of bigger issues man like focus but why on do you why do we why you, okay so when you say don't make it a bigger issue in the world do you feel like that type of mentality is like a sweeping under the rug type of mentality? No, it's not a sweeping under the rug okay. mentality. It's just tired of the light getting shined on black people in a negative way. Mm. When y'all been doing this for years. Of course. And that goes back to media. They're going to show what they want to show to make us believe that this is outrageous. All, the only thing you see when you cut on TV, is, especially in Philly, is, you know, black on black crime because it's. You showing the inner cities. What else is in the inner city but black people? But they in the suburbs, robbing, raping, killing, eating. They not. <laughs> they don't show that much light on that. But you know, it's never, a, never mind. Never mind. When it's white on white crime, it's world wars. Mm. Russia just hit Poland today or Tuesday. So that white on white violence could potentially spill into millions of people across the world, but we ain't having no conversation about that to Leak's point. So which one is the, literally, that's a bigger issue in the world. That's a fact. I heard about that today. Yes. Yes. Two people died from that. Yes. And and, and they on the phone with all of the NATO. Yo, we, we, the street thing that's happening in Philly and Chicago and all of that, that's geopolitics on a small scale. That thing that's happening over there is a huge thing. So how, why aren't we putting as much energy? Why isn't the government, since y'all so-called in control, right? Why y'all ain't worrying about solving that? But you want to, you, and you ain't solving where we at at the same time. But you're just going, oh, these guys, this, this, this is the worst thing in the world. Mm. I want to ask you a question, G. Um, earlier today when the camera was off, Leak said that Philadelphia, Philly, <laughs> is a backdoor city. What does backdoor mean to you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Backdoor. I'm, try, I'm trying to throw you in the, in, in the line if I get you a check. It's, nah, yeah. it's, it's time for him to get some of the smoke. Nah, nah, you're not giving me no smoke. No, <laughs> no comment. He's seasoned. You know you're not going to answer that question. Gee, what? Gee, seasoned, what you think okay. backdoor is. I can't say. What's the first thing that came, excuse me, what's the first thing that came to your mind when, when I said Well, backdoor in me, uh, in, to, in my opinion, as far as uh, backdoor meaning that 
<laughs> so, so how do we articulate backdoor? Hold on. No, 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 no. Backdoor is sneaky. Like, they'll go behind your back and backdoor you, like, not give you the opportunity and take the opportunity from you. So say if, say if G-Money, if, just use Bassie as an example, he said, yo, I want to do something with Flip, da-da-da, I think I need Flip for this. And then I say to Bass, yeah, I got you, but I can do this and, 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 and plug myself in. That's how I look at backdoor, like, like you know, uh, it's like a crab in a barrel backdoor mentality. Is basically yeah, like all, all of the above. Back, yeah. All of the above, but the worst of it is, like, you have to let the person, it's always the person that you let in your house walk out your front door and come through your back door. How does he know how to get in? Oh, but but how, but how do you, but you said today, and you're not going to know, you know, I'm, I'm going to put this as a clip, you know, I have to. You said today that Philadelphia, you know, is a backdoor city. So I want you to explain that before we don't we don't want it to spread like wildfire. A lot of, a lot of phone calls is being made. It's like in Philly, Philly not a place you want to be anywhere for longer than fifteen minutes. Really? Well, there's a lot of trauma that you could be attached to that you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Just because you from this area, just because you from this area, people in this area might have done something to people from another area, and all it takes for you to be somewhere, and then you get a phone call, yo, you know this guy Leek Moss is right, especially my face, I got a familiar face in the city, so I gotta pick and choose where I go, cause all it takes is, yo, you know the guy Leek Moss right here, and they might want to, and don't tell them what they want to do, but it's a backdoor city, everything is is cutthroat, and there's a lot of a lot of people taking money, there's a lot of back man, backdoor. Well, you can't talk about it. What do you mean, man? Back door is you got a group of people. One of your one of your friends take a bag of money to get your location up, or to do it themselves. Mm. Price of life cheap. Price of life is That's very one cheap way. in Philadelphia. You, you give you give us pretty. Give us, give us another way. I mean, you know, back door is just like just lining somebody up, lining your homie up, lining your friend up, playing one way, playing both sides of the fence, acting like man, you cool, smiling your face, but you know. We right here, but look, he over here, but going his house over this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just like another way of back door. It's always somebody close to you because they getting inside information that they shouldn't get. So it's like, how did this guy know where I lived at? Or, you know, so, so it, everything is aligned in Philly. It ain't like these guys doing great homework. It's like the police. The police are never getting nothing without a rat. And that's the same thing that's going on in Philly. Like, there's a lot of information that's being given out that ain't supposed to be given out by people that's close to people. That's how I've been for, for a long time, or that, that's, like, more recently in, in Philly? More recently. More recently. So when you were younger, it wasn't was much like that? It's more so, like, the last couple not, of years probably? Not to this. It wasn't this many people in the streets. Now it's, like, 80% of the people is in the streets. Mm. But but when you say that, let's hold on. So... <laughs> How to play devil's advocate here? So you cannot just say that police solve crimes because of right. No, they 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 study forensic. There's a lot of things that happen. Nah, come on. most of it somebody got to tell. No, Lee, not, come on, I can't let you put no, that that's out a there. Fact. That's, that's not, not. That's not. No, that's not necessarily true. No, that's not my opinion. They would they would tell you that. I've heard it from police officers. Uh, officers said that th- th- we solve most of our crime because of most somebody that crimes because somebody most of their crimes because somebody tell. So not because of a camera. Right? Not because of a fingerprint. No, no, Those are minuscule compared to telling. Because if I know the camera there, I'm blocking it. If my fingerprint there, my fingerprint there, I was there. That don't mean I did anything. Somebody had to actually say he did something. If I know the camera there, of course, my face or none of that is not being seen on the camera. Camera never stopped nothing. If I know it's there, 
I'm, you still can go get the, the camera might not catch everything. You need an eyewitness, which 90% of the time they get. Oh, hold on, we got this guy. Hold on, hold on. And there's always a friend. There's always <laughs> I don't, I don't really agree with that. Uh, That's what it is. You don't okay, have to. Respect, but I, I, your I computer respect. right there. Detectives <laughs> gotta talk to humans. They all detectives do have to talk to humans, but even like you said, okay. All that's cap. That them just to make you think you gotta work harder. No, they don't. Not gonna do nothing. They're gonna get somebody's gonna get locked up for a drug case, and they're gonna tell they know something about this cold case. I know something about a homicide. That's how they get their case. That's how they close all their cases. They don't solve nothing. Hmm. Okay. I have to. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll do my research. Mm. Um. Before I. Um. I speak because I. You know. Of course, we do know that there's people that tell and eyewitnesses. We do know that. That is at an all-time high. There's also different investigating tactics that you can take to find out. We can't. Yeah, you know. You know. And and, and I don't want to. <laughs> It's very tricky, but I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. So you're saying that, um, what percentage do you give that? Like, is that a 90%, 95%? Yeah, I believe it's in the mid to high 90s. Okay. I mean, mm. unless it's like, a, you know, look, even drug cases, though. A lot of times they got, I mean, how many cases you've seen people get convicted without a human witness? Mm. I have to do my research before yeah. I answer that. <laughs> That's tough. Mm. I, I got to do my research. Yeah. Not too many. I do my research. Yo, so that you know, I, I had I had some notes down too from earlier. So I, that kind of segues to it. I wanted to ask you about a, a certain line in your in your song. You, you had a song called Philadelphia off, off the Good Book album, and the the, the first thing I, that I heard off the um thing on the hook, it was like it says, um, "Where I'm from, they call it brotherly love, but I don't see it in the streets of Philadelphia." So that that line kind of relates to what you're saying now, the whole backdoor situation. Like, like did you put that in the Should record, not, knowing you it know? It goes that far, but down to we don't even speak to each other no more. Mm. Like neighbors, we I, I knew everybody in my neighborhood in the ten block radius, all the elders, and that's why I still can come down there. But now, hey, the kids walk right. They don't care about who you is. They don't care about none of that. They live two doors down from you and never speak to you. It's different. It's no more love for you. It's over. Mm. It's no more <laughs> neighborhoods. It's just hoods. No neighbors. Nobody's being neighborly. You can't borrow no sugar now. Last time somebody <laughs> borrowed some sugar. It's nigga might give you fentanyl, man. Right. You might get some sugar. <laughs> nigga might give you some Fetty Wap. They gonna tell you the store me. around the corner, man. Excuse me. <laughs> wow, why would somebody do that? I mean, that's just how bad it is, man. They don't, I don't love they, for nobody. No I don't more. know if they're gonna take it that far. Because <laughs> <laughs> you ask for sugar, but he's just saying. Just, he's just saying how bad it is. How bad it is, man. Not literally, but you know. I think I think that um I think that like in Philly. Um, one of the things that you guys were extremely proud of was when I, when I was coming up was we, we, we'll fight you and, you know, um, we'll stick together. That's what I heard when I was younger. Then when I got older, everything changed a little bit. We got some of the best hands in, like, as far as cities. Ain't too many cities go just, like, beat us on the hands, too. We got, like, some of <laughs> No, we always got we, got we got great fighters that come from Philly. Like, everybody used to go fight. I've been in prison with a lot of New York guys. They can't really fight. All right, hold, hey, hold on, man. Come on. Yo, no, I'm not saying gotta, that. I'm saying that's not what they're known for. Why you got to say that, man? Wow. New York guys not known for their hands. What are they known for? They grip you, slam you, punch you. But like as far as style and boxing, 
They not New York. I think it's a y'all slashers. Slashers. I, th- I think it's got inappropriate. I think it's inappropriate what y'all saying. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not saying that. I love my New York guys. I'm just saying that. Y'all no, will work out. I love them, man. Like, my guys from New York, my guy Shooter. You see what I'm saying? Young Pick. Like, I love my New York guys. I'm just saying majority as a whole, as a whole majority, not known for, like, you know, y'all got y'all, you know, Y'all got y'all fighters and all that, but it's just not as a whole. Y'all so Philly known. is known for these. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised. Being like, good the, at the, it. The, the, the old flip would have jumped over the table by now. I'm like, yo, what? Yo, that's what I was trying to get. I mean, I mean, that's the reaction I was trying to get. This guy changed. I don't know who this guy is. Flip's seem a lot nicer. I don't know who this guy is, man. You ain't expecting to be this nice. I, this I think it's because Mods came in. You know Black Guns Matter. He's being very obedient now, Flip. I like that. I don't like the word obedient. I don't like the word obedient. See, come on. Chill out. Wait, wait. Don't you talk to my friend like that. Thank you, Jim. I can take him. I can take the little guy. Let me out. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're probably the craziest one. Nah, I ain't playing with you, man. Um, um, I, I do think that, I mean, you know, um, Philly is known for fighting. And I don't know where that came from and stuff. I don't know how, because I, I, I really want to do my research on that. I've been looking at Google, like, how? Who started that? They took that proud. They'll fight you in the street all day. Because we've we been to a lot Hours. of places. We've been to Will, a lot man. of places, and we After get there. all these years. We run it. It's even on it's even on that level. Will letting them know we still slap you. Yeah. <laughs> Will Smith letting it be known. <laughs> Am I right or left? No. Are you picking up what? Are you picking up what I'm putting down, man? Oh. Huh? Slow down, man. This box is right there, man. Hold on. Philly, Philly, historically in America, it was in the Revolutionary War it was known as Rebel City. So all of the people that wanted some freedom, the Harriet Tubmans. They ran to Philly. They ran to Philly. So these, this is a group of people that were fighting actual oppression and tyranny. That were like, yo, if we go to Philly, we could get some freedom. We could fight and bring people back. And it created an underdog. We got to fight. We got to grit. We got to do this. Because this is this like the only place we got for freedom type vibe. And that was, that was before the New York stop. If he was coming from the deep south. So a lot of people and abolitionists tied up there, and that culture kind of like just permeated a little bit. And to be yeah. honest, leave the bums and the smokers alone up there too. We got a lot of crackheads that can fight, man. Mm-hmm. Really? Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> you got some, I'm telling you, about professional boxers. Hands, boxers. These niggas is real been boxers back man. in the 80s and the 70s. Remember Black? I remember this guy Black. He was a bully, man. He'll walk up, show you a bean. Yo, let me get four of them real quick. I'm about to go to the store and get changed. Come out the store and walk right past you. It's like six, seven, two, he was big. Boxing, ESPN, like he used to watch his <laughs> I'm telling you, man. You ain't really want to say too much. My guy Jimbo, Jimbo would go to jail and just look like a world-class Olympic weightlifter. <laughs> yeah. Like he go to jail and be the biggest guy in the jail and be running it. You, you'll never know on the streets. He's hardcore crackhead, like hardcore. Oh, right. Breaking so there, was a guy named, there was a boxer named Black that did that? Yeah, Black was a vicious guy, man. Black could just take all the young guys' money. Like, you can't be a young guy selling drugs back then. You had to be rough. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, he was trying you. Yeah, you can forget they, about they, it. They're going to take that pack. Yeah, he was trying you. What happened to him? Give me that. 
black, black uh, far as the last I've known, last I've known, he's still running around. I seen him not too long ago. He around. He's, he's retired. Now, he done, you know what I mean? Got his life together. He off it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Up. I'm proud of him, man. Shout out to Black. Shout out to Black, man. Black, man, keep going. Mm. Let, me, let me ask you a question. So, so I, I did some research just now, right? And I said the first group, let's say the first popular artist come out of Philly, would it be Schooly D? Mm. Popular, like, with like, 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 because I, I had to look that up. I want to know, Rapper. you know, because when when you say first famous rapper, it says Schooly D became the Philly, the first Philly rapper to gain notoriety outside the city, and he remains the most recognizable figure from the city early hip hop days. Do you, would you guys agree that Schooly D, or was that's it anybody that's else? That's true. That's Schooly D, West Philly, right? He yeah. paved the yeah. way. Schooly paved the way. Will Schooly, Est, and all of them three times, three times dope. dope. Larry, Larry. So you mentioned the names I never heard of. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, goddamn. That's uh, the geographic. I thought you was, I thought you was in that era, man. Nah, I'm, 30, I'm 35, man. I mean, I can look it up. I mean, cool C. Ooh, ooh. You I got know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you only 35, so I thought you was older than me, man. Nah, man, chill out, man. Nah, man. Damn, hold on. Hold on. I'm just like, damn, why so you do me like that? So my so, young, you know. Yeah, yeah, now I ain't so, nobody. What's wrong with you? Just up to T. You gonna tell him T. He walked in. Take it out. That's not disrespectful. That's not disrespect. Though. I, I know. I know. See, Leek, why you? That's a term of endearment. Of course, Leek. But why you? That's why honor. you? You got to be an honorable guy to be a young. You got to be. That's a term you know, of endearment. Why? Man. But why I can't respond to whatever? You just say you, are we looking for the response then to correct the response. Well, I gotta correct the response. I gotta correct everything that needs to be corrected. That's my job. Oh, I'm the corrector. So, so be the corrector, and I'm the director. You hear me? Oh, 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 man. <laughs> yeah, I'm so, so, so wait, but be. wait, but wait. So, as a youngin', right? Who was the guys that the first group or first hit, like we could look up to from Philly? Like they that move and putting the city that was, on. That was major figures. Group or artist? For me, was it, was it Ram artist? Squad? Nah, I was never a Ram Squad guy. For me, it was major figures. It's not gonna be major figures for him because he tried to rival major figures. Him, Reese Rolex from major figures, I and used the to guy named guys, Chuck. Man, they was Gilly trying to rival Gilly and them, but they couldn't hang on no level. Like they, we couldn't. We couldn't. <laughs> they blew past. Rolex them left us. Left us and went to the figures. Fact, yeah, Rolex left them and went over to major figures. Me and Bump, we used to go at it. Me and uh. Uh, what's his name? Dutch. Major figures. That's Gilly. Uh, Gilly. I know. Bob. I know. I know. That's the went uh, at it with all them guys, man. Toe to toe. Yeah, man. They tried, man. They couldn't stand. They tried, man. Couldn't mm. stand. You saying group? Yeah. Group, group or artists? Like who? Who was your person that y'all? You know, growing up, you you seen the person that's kind of like Three in your area dope. that's artist or group that you kind of like? Oh, this guy's from my hood or from my area. He wasn't from my hood, but. Um, or just from Philly in general, you know what I'm saying? Like this one is from Philly. For me, for me, it wasn't for no. I want. I'm from North. I ain't want to look at nothing that looked like what I, my experience was. Mm. So for me, it was Will Smith. Okay. It was like everything about dude. He was himself. Mm -hmm. He don't gotta be like what I'm into or what my outside look like. And my introduction was he was in this big ass crib. In Bel Air, mm. you know what I'm saying. So for me, I was like, "Yo, I'm fuck this, that shit." And he he ain't never really, I never really saw him on a show where he really compromised who he was. Right. Even no matter where he was at, 
So for me, it was that. I mean, and if a motherfucker was like, yo, he, he was the toughest, nah, he had every shorty, Nia Long, Iman, like he had all of them. And he was way away from the dumb shit and he was still himself. Right, right. So when you start getting into music, um, Lee? Man. What's your introduction into in, in the rap game, to music and yeah, like I writing? Yeah, the, the household I grew up in, it wasn't really, we wasn't really listening to music, so, man, I, it had it, major figures. Major figures. I mean, when I go over my cousin's house and, you know, I hear certain people, but I wasn't really, I didn't really get into it to major figures. I guess because it hit so close, mm. it was like, damn, they did it. Anybody, you know what I mean? I could do it. Mm. They from right around the corner. So you started off, um, you, you started off writing your own stuff. Or were you like reciting some of their records, uh, some of their records, their songs, and kind of like you know like spitting their rhymes, and then or, or, or were you just like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna do what they doing and start writing my own drinks? Yeah, I think I was so. I, my, I think I had the the pattern down first, just from rapping other people raps, mm-hmm. and I was just, and I was like good at that. So my first couple raps, it was like I didn't really have to. Nah, people raps, they not. They offbeat, and right. I never had that problem. I never had an offbeat problem or none of that. My first rap was on beat. It was kind of hot. So that's how I knew I could do something with that. Let me ask you a question. Who was the guy? We were talking about this the other day. Who was the guy from Philly? I, I, he got brothers. He made beats for a lot of people, and he got mad at me because he ended up dissing me. He's from Philadelphia. He said he had a bunch of brothers. He's part of a, I don't know, was he part of a group? It's three of them. Talking about the youngsters, Karan? The youngsters. Mm. That's, That's the name? Youngsters. That's the youngsters, yeah. yes. I couldn't think of it, but what, now you what, said what, it. What's the lights and guy named that started dissing me? Karan. Karan. He, he, one of them started dissing me, talking about Queens Flip and stuff like that. The youngsters. He made beats for a lot of people, right? Yeah, he, from he did. The youngsters. Okay, now, now, is it brothers? Were they brothers? Like, they don't talk to each other now. Like, some of them not cool or something like that? Brothers and cousins. Oh, brother. Okay, okay, okay. So... That was early 90s. Real quick, like, what was their era? Like, what's his era? I, I can talk about him now, because he, I mean, he dissed me. I, I want to give him some. It was like, hot. They kind of, like, opened the door for Philly back then. The youngsters did. The youngsters. I think they were signed. One of them was signed to, like, Eric Sermon or something like that. Hmm, let me see. Okay, because he, he went on he went on, on me because about an interview. They had the first label. Marley, no, Salt and Pepper was signed to they pop. Lawrence Goodman. Salt and Pepper... Couple of y'all New York legends. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Lawrence Goodman. Pop, pop art record, Philly. Yeah, pop art record. Why he dissed you? He, um, okay, so we were supposed to do an interview, right? And then it was something, I guess, now I don't know where this comes from, and this is why we're working on, you know, toning it down. But for some reason, he started having a conversation about bringing everybody together and how it will be like, it just went into that, like bringing everybody together. It'll be kind of crazy, kind of messy. They don't mess with each other. That's what they told you, right, Baz? Yep. And then it turned left because it became complicated. And I said, I don't want to do the interview because they write in and it's too much. It was too much stipulations, and I didn't understand. I didn't even know nothing about them. And I'm being honest, and that's my ignorance of not knowing hip hop. And I feel like a lot of times we need a buffer. That's why we have Bassy here, a buffer to mediate all that. Because if you coming directly at me, me and being who I am, I'm not gonna like. Not gonna. I don't have to interview you. Um, right. Not taking away from what you did. I just don't have to. Right. Um, and I was interested in it, but then I sp- we speaking to my team, and he's talking about something with brothers and so and you know. Rock with each other or 
Yeah, they didn't rock with each other. So I don't know if he thought that. So at the time, like, you know, I think it was during the, the time we was bringing different groups together. He may have thought that we would have done that uh, sneakingly. I don't know, but it just made a left. And I was lost. And then he, he, I didn't want to do the interview anymore. He hit up G Money. Mm. I wasn't interested anymore. It was too complicated for me. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. G Money said, then he dissed me. He made a YouTube video about me. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> made a YouTube video about me, about how I'm a clown and different stuff like that. And it was very surprising a little bit. And I understand. I understood. Um, I want to say this because I'm in a different space. I never wanted to take away anybody's credit or accolades of what they contribute to this thing, what we call hip hop. You know what I mean? Especially people that paved the way. You just said, you just gave them the credit. Like, yo, they paved the way in the beginning. So I, that wasn't what it is. A lot of times, you know, I am ignorant to things. I feel like us as a community, though, and me being, I need to work on, let me take accountability, work on being sensitive. I got to I gotta remember that a lot of people come from a certain area of where we know how to communicate one way. Everybody, everybody didn't grow up or learn how to communicate. So I have to learn that. I take a lot of things personal if you talk to me a certain way if you write me a certain way and and a lot and and i don't know why i do that because when you meet in person it smiles and laughs is love but my approach wouldn't be like that to people so i look at it's like i do unto others what i want done unto myself so if something is written a certain way or said a certain way I, it turns me off yeah. that's a sensitive side that i have to work on yeah. you know cause a lot of times i don't think the guy from the youngsters because his last name is goodman mm -hmm. i remember i don't think he meant any disrespect he was a supporter I just felt like it, get, it got complicated, and it was like, come on, man. Like, you try to tell us how to do Like, we're not trying to get your brothers. We don't know who your brothers is. I didn't know. I was willing to do the research, and look what look, 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 look he said. He said, nah, they paved the way. So maybe that's what his vision, and my ignorance could do that, but I feel like a buffer is needed for things like that. Somebody that could get in the middle, deal with all that before you get to flip. Because if you get to me and I, and I catch when you're talking like that, nine times out of ten, I'm not interested anymore. It's like why lawyers... If they catch a case, they hire a lawyer. Very good. Yeah, very you know good. Like, yeah. I could argue the case, but I'm too emotionally attached to it. Very good. Yeah, so that, that's what it was. He flipped on me. He flipped on me, Lee. Grave was a clown. I'm like, wait, what? What happened? Flip. Bro, I didn't get it. Now, now, I just want to ask this question. Excuse me, Lee, real quick. I just want to ask, how important, I mean, how big, because you guys know, were their contribution to the court? Like, to the culture, what did they do? He say, I see a lot of plaques behind him when he does his, when he did his blog. Yeah, it's like two years ago. <laughs> I mean, at that time, they opened the door. They was like young kids that was rapping. They had record deals and they was young, mm. so it was like a, a, a decent thing. It's like y'all young teenagers with record deals, so they paved the way for that. Like being the teens with the deals, them illegal. I don't know if you ever heard of illegal. No. Yeah. The youngsters and illegal, they probably was like the two youngest around at that time. Them and I think maybe Shaheem. Shaheem was probably around too. Shaheem, the rugged child. Sh yeah, Sha Shaheem, mm -hmm. Shaheem, Shaheem was a uh, part of Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah what you say? But also on the history side of things, the Pop Lawrence Goodman was one of the first record labels ever. We had Salt and Pepper, might have been Biz Marquis, Shante. I'm not sure which of they was signed to Pop Art. Besides that, Steady B, ES, uh, Steady B, EST, the Hilltop Hustlers, Cool C, that's like they, that's they circle. Mm. Yeah. I got it, so I get it. Okay, let's move back to league. So, salute to them though. Salute to them. Um, the people, so 
The group you looked up to was major figures. They was around the corner from you. Like, yeah. You're like, yo, if they could do it, I can do it, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, you older than League, right? For a couple yes. of years. And who did you look up to? Like, who Coming was, up? Yeah. I looked up to, like, I mean, I'm going to say, like, Mob Deep at that time. Hmm. Like, I grew up I grew up listening to the Mob. Prodigy, um, Kooji, Rap, you know, AZ, Gangstar, cats like that. From, from the city, who did you like from the city? From from um, Philly? Uh, uh, Beans. Um, uh, major figures from Philly. Um, A.R. Ab, of course. Huh. Cass. Um, who else from Philly I can say? Kwame. Remember Kwame? Yes. Yeah, yes. man, I'm taking I it did. back. He went to the polka dots and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking it back. We going back like rocking chairs, man. I can oh. take it there. Yeah, man, yeah. So, so, so at, 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 this, at this time, at this, at this time, <laughs> right yeah, he's making his words is good. Yo, Leek, <laughs> like, Leek, so, so, so would you say that in your era, major figures was the ones that was, got... A form of mainstream besides Will Smith and them mainstream success as far as hip hop yeah, number two record in the country mm. at one point in time yeah that's us yeah that's us it was like the number two two record in the country flip like I don't know no, <laughs> I, flip, don't, like, I, I still I, don't I, know I, I, back I, in the I, day yeah they had yeah, yeah that's us, us. I, remember that I looked it up G, G, G. I I we had D.O.D. I remember it all remember D.O.D. D.O.D. I don't remember D.O.D. Bahama, uh, Bahama Deer. Yeah, Bahama Deer was hot. The mm-hmm. Roots. What the, the fuck? Roots. The Roots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly. The Roots. Yeah, the Roots. Remember Do or Die? Do or Die? Yeah, D.O.D. Do or Die. They was, yo, yeah. What was fire about them? Nah, they was, they was just talking that street Philly shit. Then they had this girl. She was spitting fire back then. God damn. What was her name? Oh, I can't think of her I think it was something like Empress. I'd be lying. So I'm, when when did battle rap? Did you, well, yeah, like was battle rap a thing? Because yeah. you know, if, in Philly, you know, you got the Reed Dollars. Uh, I just spoke to um, a man that got I don't want to say uh, Jihad Joey Jihad. Joey Jihad. You know, he out, uh, different people in Philly was was battle rap still? Because you, you guys are more on the music side. Where was battle rap at that point in time? Battle rap was everything. Every rapper. Went through, had to go through that. It was like a gauntlet back then. Everybody you ran into, if y'all rap, y'all had to rap right there. Let's get it. But it was more so of who can write, who wrote the best rap. It wasn't like I wrote a rap coming at you. It was like I'm gonna spit my hottest couple raps and you spit your hottest couple raps. Let's just see who was better. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of that going on. That was the Philly rap culture. Yeah. Who was the hottest battle rapper at the time when you were younger? Cassidy, hands down, without a shadow of a doubt, Cassidy was the best. I mean, that Cassidy lost, well, you know, at that, at I put it out there, I think a couple other people put it out there, but Cassidy actually lost to Ruck back in the day. Uh, it was one of the guys that was signed with major figures. He uh, he, he passed away, though, but he was hot. This was one Ruck of the younger special. guys, though, that was signed to major figures. He was hot. Everybody he was. He probably was maybe was like the hottest him. one. Yeah, he was bringing everybody to the hood at that time. Him and his, him and him and Bump. Ruck was but probably yeah, the hottest guys, one. They was hot. Yeah, but Ruck got out. Of, probably the only person that got. But I, but he wasn't even Cassidy when they rapped though. 
He was um. He was he was that he was, time. Probably he was the boy B or the boy B. He wasn't rapping the way that he rapped now. He was more of a bone breaker, like one of them cannabis type rappers. That's when uh, Ruck got out on him. But you know he tightened his thing up, came back, and they said he got out on Ruck. But yeah, Cassidy, Cassidy was like nobody could beat him back then. I don't care who you put in front of him, nobody could beat him. No, for he real. He ran through New York. Y'all know that. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, like I, 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 I know you sure. heard about that. I mean, Cass is the homie, but I'm not too sure about that. I, he know, ran through New York. I mean, he was nobody sure. I, nobody I could beat this guy in a battle back then. It's not true. He was face the punchline no, master. People beat, him. people beat him before. I'll, I'll get down to the bottom of it. Who? Like who? People out here beat him. Who? I'm going to find out. Not Cassidy. So they probably beat the Bull B or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They didn't beat Cassidy. Cassidy still hasn't lost. What you mean? Cassidy. I mean, you know, the new battles. I mean, you know, I don't know about the, you know, the URL You're talking about back type. in the days. Yeah, them type battles. URL joints, you know, that's a little different for it him. It's different had to, now. All the yelling and screaming really, But, free, but then Freeway, Freeway, who's that turn the beat off? Uh, yeah, freeway, he lost. Put a beat on. He lost the free, I mean, Free, 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 put no, free lost bad. Yeah, free yeah, lost. yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't, they weren't even sport. They were two different type of rappers. Yeah. Hold on, who? So, so you saying that back in the days, Cassidy, was considered an undefeated battle rapper. Yeah. I don't think nobody could have gotten his face and beat him. At all. And I'm the one that prepared him for these battles. <laughs> really? I'm the one that put the put the spar mitts on him and tell him to go, man. Shout out to Cassidy. And I just didn't get no credit for it, but I'm him, man. Cassidy, I never really met him. That's like they homie. But I've known Flock all my life. And Cassidy is like a little pretty Flock. He talk like him, facial expressions, hand motions. Like, come on, Cass. Are you, are he you, just took uh, it to the world. He presented Pretty Flock to the Cass world. Cass is my son, man. Y'all not cool no more? That's my guy. I still love him. Yeah. But I was like more, I was into the streets and just out there. He was the guy that could rap real good. And, you know, and I just brought, you know, the guys around. Not taking nothing from him. He was just a great rapper, man. You know how people, you could just rap, put words together real, real good. And he was just, you know, picked up on the stuff that I was saying and just took it and ran with it. And that's how, that's how you know, it became what it became. So who, who, who would you say, like, was the second best battle rapper then? If Cassidy was hot, who was? Who was who? It was a guy. Well, man. Was I'm going before. Ab was so, a gap. Ab was I'm a going before DVD era, shit. right? Before mm-hmm. the DVD era. It was a guy by the name of Lotto. Yeah, Lotto was a fucking monster. He was a Lotto was a monster. He's still around. He got signed to Rough Riders back in the day. Yeah, he got signed to Rough Riders back in the day. I think before Cash had came on. Right around the same time. Cash had came and shelved him, but before that though, he probably was gonna be the man over there. Yeah, Lotto. Until Cash came on. He was nice like that? Yeah, he was Mm -hmm. nice. He was nice. I mean, legend have it that him and Cash really battled when when Cash came up there. What about you heard about that? Yeah, I mean, Cash kind of put him once Cash came around. Yeah, Cash kind of put him in just the like they put him right on the back. They, they <laughs> sneaky shelved him. He said, "Here, <laughs> they put him right here." And said, this but is was he fine. nice? Nigga? Was Lotto See, nice? You're a did fine China. Lotto you hear me? Was nice. <laughs> he, Lotto, was, he was. Did nice. Lotto battle Cash before? Yeah, he did. Yeah, that, that's, that's how he Cash did. really got his deals. Like he ran over uh, Lotto. I, you know, I wasn't there, but you know, that's that's the rumor. Rumor has it. 
Well, I ain't hearing from Lotto since. Like, he was <laughs> with the. No, for real. Really ain't hearing nothing from you. You say it like that, man. Shout out to Lotto. I'm serious, man. but Lotto was hot. Lotto was hot. Very he was. hot. He, he rapping now, though. He I gotta was. find him. He rapping now. I know he was over Kylie when I was over there. He was staying over there. But I don't know. He might be back. I don't know. He hot. So, 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 Reed and them is like way after, right? Reed and not them. Reed, right? Not way not after, way but after. right after. Because Reed. That was, was like the next era. Like the next right era. Because, you know, Reed, Reed was. Also, somebody going crazy, Reed Dollars, you know what I mean? Reed, like, 35. None of them like guys 40. amazed me like Joey Jahad. I was in jail for him, though, for, for that whole era. They didn't amaze me how Joey Jahad amazed me. Hold on, DVD, give me a second. DVD guys. Mm. No, Joey Chilas. was a get. Chilas. No, he, Chilas. Reed was a get, too, though. Shout out to Joey Jahad. Reed didn't amaze me. Reed's had one hot rap that I liked that was on Power 99. That was about it. But, but Reed hot, though. But it it wasn't amazing. The stuff right. Joey what? was saying. Something like a stove. Something like an oven. Something like a broken calm. You're not but what? Would Reed went crazy? Yeah, that was the hot rap. The one hot rap that I said that he had on. He had more. Nine. I That's forgot, but he had more. Don't Good Reed play. was off his game. Yeah, that was the yeah. one I'm talking about right there. <laughs> but, 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 uh, but Joey Jahad had the lines. He had the lines that was that was different. Man. What do you think happened to Joey? Joey had that bounce. That little, I'm that, the man with the sucker gap punch. That punch, the punch by the gate. That punch fucked this whole jaw up. Joey was about to hit go. you here to flip you. I'm the spatula man. Like, he was, was talking like go. that back then. What? That was Joey Jahan. Like he was different. Joey was different. Joey had the whole bounce, the flow. He had that. He shit had everything. Smash. He had the flow, the bounce, the lyrics, the. He man. had it. It was and it was like a, the stuff he was saying was like, damn, he. Reed was nice though. Let me tell you, man. Everybody was nice. You play, you have yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, so so. I got some water. Joey, flip the script. I, I did, I did, I did speak to Joey recently. All right, but let's let's shout shout out to him. Shout out to all. But at this time, getting back to you was that you, like, what what was your direction or, or your stance in music? Like at what time you started taking it serious? Cause G just asked you that. Like you said, the household. I didn't really take it serious until yeah. I came home this time. That's that's when I took it serious. Thinking yeah. when I came home this time is when I took it serious. When Ab went to jail, that's what made me take it serious. I felt like I had to carry the torch. I ain't know Dark Low was gonna take off the way he did. That's what made me step back, back. I had to you know, once I've always been that guy, man. I'm gonna do it until I see that somebody else can do it, and then I'm gonna step back and support. So, so, but did Ab, Ab who who got Ar Ab into rapping? Like, how did you know? How did that happen for him? Pretty flat. He keeps it. We keep telling you this. Flip. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <Flip time. laughs> I'm the OG of the hood. Like the hood. But, but how, how, how did you get him to rap then? I mean, he was just, I was first. just rapping back in the day. Back then, I'm a little older than Ab, so you know they was looking up to what I was doing on the rapping side of things, and then they just start rapping. A lot of good things. Pretty Flock used to rap. He got songs with Clef. like Pretty Flock got him. Got songs with Clef. He got songs like he used to Flip, really. Let's stop acting like you ain't running. see us on them DVDs. He back used in the to day, really man. run around, man. He starts, my man fixed. They just used to call, call him. I'm listening. They used to call him Nico though. His name was Nico back then. I'm on the mother violation. He was Nico. If you look up Nico, look up Cassidy and Nico right now. The score yeah, he got songs with Clef. Cassidy and you know, Nico. He, he been in the room with all these guys, man. My first battle, I got in a battle with somebody. 
around Clef, and Clef said, whoever win this battle can get on this song. I got on the song with Clef, and they swept it under the rug, not Clef and them. It was a great job, man. Clef was on the hook, cast, some girl named Trini. John was a classic, man. Fox said they hated on him. His verse, his verse was better than Cass. I see, so Cass I, 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 ain't put yeah, it out. I see you here. I see you here. You see me there? Man, I'm there. Oh, yeah. I'm there, man. It's me, Flip. Come on, man. I don't know, man. I've been watching <laughs> this shit for years, man. This say <laughs> damn, Flock. <laughs> I chill out. That's, that's too much. I don't like stuff like that. That's fine. But so that was you. That's fine. That was me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, 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 they watch you rap and they was influenced. Pretty much. Because if you look at this, it's like Cassidy was more like, if you look at this video right here, the freestyle, like. Yeah, he was on. Like, he was, he was, he was on. the top guy right there at that time. I was just. But Cass, you know, Cass is not from our hood. You know what I'm saying? Flock is from our hood, so we actually got to see him. And then he brung Cass around. You picking up what he driving down? I got it. I got it. I picked it up. So, 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 so that and run with that. Yeah. So when we leave, always say, are you picking up what we putting down? And nah, give I said that. Nah, nah, nah. Give nah, us nah. our flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Sneaky. Yo, so how far did you go? Anyway, um, Flip turned around like, yo, these kids are star. Yo, so how far did you go, Flock? Like, with, with your career? Like, um, how far did you kinda, take it? It's like, I felt like I was like sneaky hated on. In a certain way, it's like certain people didn't want to, like, you know, help me get to where I was trying to get to. Not that they needed to help me, but it's like when I was trying to get my life. Like, I did a song with Clef. It's like, God damn, this is a banger. This might be one of the biggest joints of your career. It's like, shoot a video for it for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. It's like when people hear that song still to this day, they be like, God damn, why y'all ain't never do nothing with this? I'm just like. <laughs> they just shelved it. Who do you think hated on you? Uh, I'm not going to say hated, but didn't. Selfishness. I'm, I'm going to choose my words right. Just selfishness and like wanting to be the, the only person mm. there. It's like, you ever have somebody like, they just want to be the star. They don't want nobody else you, to get no type of recognition or nothing. That's how it was. I mean, that's my guys. Like, Mm. Cass had, Cass had AR app. He had Meek Mills. These are people you had access to signing, and you had Larceny, and you had me and the whole OBH. And it was just like just selfishness couldn't get him to understand and putting other people on and making some things happen on the um far as on the teamwork. So I feel like it was like my own camp that was individually like holding us back, him holding everybody back. Not wanting to get nobody so to the like Cassidy. Cass, not wanting Dang. to give, not wanting. What do to you give. base that? What do you base that off of, though? Because sometimes, a lot of times, what I've learned is that we can make it look good, but it's not good. Do you think that you felt that since he was on? What did you know his financial situations? Did you know if he was in a position to put you guys in a good position? Do you think you might be? Because, like I said, some people can make it look good, but it's not good. Was he? Can you say as pretty flock right now? Your flip. I know he could have did something. A lot of times we think somebody could do something and they really can't because it's not Correct. in their hands. Mm -hmm. 
Correct. It's to the it's point. Misconception is that. So can you say, yo, flip, not looking at it and say, yo, now nah, I see him on TV, you know, but not knowing you may have to get a sign or or he may have to pass it through Swiss to even, or not knowing this, like different stuff like that. Was he in that position to make a decision to put y'all on? Did he have the, like, was Look, he man, in that position? No, be honest. If I told you the truth. Tell me the truth then. Uh, some of the stuff that, that, that we would, like, no, Ab why said not, a lot of Why it. not tell him the truth? Ab exactly. said a lot Tell me the truth. If you never tell me the truth. No, I'm saying, listen. We want to hear from the horse's mouth because we know Flock, like, all right, when Ab said, Ab said it. You see what I'm saying? Of course, right. we're going to take it. You see what I'm right. saying? People that know him. Right. But, like, what was it? Because I wasn't around. Right. Because I've heard things like, this is what I've heard. I heard things like he would get, you know, fifty hundred thousand dollar checks, and niggas are sitting around hungry on the couch, like trying to get, trying to eat, like couldn't even eat. Yo, for real, man. It's like, man, I ain't gonna lie, man. You know, Cassie, it seemed like he felt like, cause he, we traveling around with you. We young, we eighteen, nineteen years old. We ain't making no money. We don't got no job. We're traveling around with you, as your you want me to go get this? You want me to do that? We're your guys to make sure make sure that we make sure we got haircuts. Make sure we got nice clothes on. Why are we going to events with the same clothes on from yesterday? That makes you look bad. This is your entourage. Why do you got your haircut and we don't got ours? <laughs> Why are we shop yo, the bloke man Cass had us shopping down Canal Street, bro, for sneakers. That's embarrassing, and that's a true story. God is my witness, bro. Like, no lie. As God is my witness, putting on this holy Bible, he had us getting Nikes from down at Canal Street. And the you got fake, a record the fake deal. Boys? The fake pups. Dang. He was who getting was, them there, too? No, he, he wasn't getting his them His was real. His who was, was us? legit. Who, who was us? Me, Ab, and our entourage. His, his entourage. And this is just a true story. This not no diss. This not no slander. This is a true fact. Then everybody that's in that was in the camp, I tell you this: the Rough Riders that was around, you know, DJ Thorough, TD, like they all know, like the selfishness, the type of stuff. We used to have to ask him, like, damn, bro, can we go take a shower? Like, you want us to go dirty to the event? Seriously, bro? <laughs> you did flip. Why like, you had to ask him? We to had take to a ask shower because we in his crib. Say we stayed at his crib. Yeah. We gotta be like, damn, bro, like, like we about to go to an event, like, yo, can I, can I at least take a shower, like, before I go here, like, cause we trying to like hold it down, cause we know what's home. We like, damn, we just trying to get on, man, like, and it was just that bad. But people from the outside looking in probably thought like you was in a good situation. Mm. Like from the outside, it's like, dad, you doing this? You, I just saw you on TV. Mm. A week later, it's like, damn, I seen <laughs> this nigga down north. Like with some dick sneaks on, standing at the Chinese store, <laughs> wiggling his toes. It's like So he didn't put nobody up? Like He ain't put nobody nobody that was affiliated to Cat. People that got on that was around Cass got on when they broke away from him. And that's just So let's say this though. Let's let, let, let me play devil's advocate. He don't got to because he was young. He was getting a whole bunch of and money not, coming from not, nothing. No, this is nothing. So it's not, a, just, it's not a slight at him. No, I guess. What young kid, right, coming from nothing? Not, poverty. Because he, 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 he wasn't that in poverty. They was nice. They was living up uptown. How do you know that? But how do you know this? Because that's where I'm saying the area that he was living in, it's a nice, it's a nice area. But coming from still, you know, Philadelphia is still a neighborhood. 
You see what I'm saying? Coming from that to $100,000 checks, $200,000, of course he's not going to know what to do with it. Then you got his mom is with a married step of the way, too, so his mom not going to let him just blow all the money away, even though that's what he probably did anyway. But she probably wanted to mess more of it up than, you know what I'm saying, he spend it on y'all. Yeah. And believe it or not, this is my first time publicly ever speaking on this topic. This topic was so touchy for me for so many years, and I just never said nothing about it. Cause I never been the type of person. This the, it don't make me nothing to go in here and try to slander somebody's name. I'm doing all right in life. Like I don't need no extra views to get me any money. Which it'd be cool to get some extra chip, but it's like I'm not doing it for notoriety and nothing like that. This is just the topic that's being presented to me, and I'm just answering true questions. This is this this is what really happened. So let me go back to what I was saying before you try to. You know, because you, you, you want to do it. You did a pretty good job just now. You should, you should do a podcast. Circle of Vine, a triangle of trust coming soon. So, very good. So here's my thing. And I can tell it bothers you or bothered you. I can tell you your whole mannerism changed because it's a soft spot. You know, we have to be able to look within our people. We don't, you know, look within ourselves to identify what hurt us or bothered us. Did he have a when he had the check? Did he he had a did he have a big house and stuff? Did he buy it? Did, was it a big house? Was it an apartment? Just looking at different things. You want me to be honest? Yeah. I mean to be honest, it's like it's like we stayed in the hotel for years. It's like we was just in the hotels every night, like four or five star hotels. Like he rather spend all his money on hotels and we than to give us something. At the end of the day, it's like your team don't got nothing. But no, he ain't had no big house. It was like cash ain't move until the situation happened, until that, till the violent situation happened. So he was like forced to move now. Like he wouldn't even move. Like the area he was in was in a pretty decent little area. He wouldn't even he didn't even move when he got his record deal. Had the money and everything. Had all kinds of bridges. He moved right next door to his mom. <laughs> I'm dead. Flip look. Flip looked over there. Look back. He got his deal and moved right next door to his mom's house. But he was young though, and he should take care of his dudes. I, I do agree. Do you think that he could have had better guidance? Was there anybody above him? You said he said his mom, but was there anybody like oh, you got to do right by by the ones you taking care of? Isn't that learned behavior taught? Nah, I mean, because if you come, you say he didn't come from poverty like it's that. Taught behavior. It's definitely you say he didn't come behavior. from, but sometimes a lot of t times when deals come so fast, we become overzealous and not understand the right thing to do. Overzealousness killed the cat, like curiosity did. Um, if if if. Not knowing what to do, not understanding that you got to take care of the people around you. Not really understanding that. Do you think that it was intentionally done? Do you, would you say your flip man now? I'm looking at it. He might have not known better. I mean. That's how I look at it. I watch guys that get situations. But it's like, I'm his hype man. I'm your guy. I'm, I'm literally your hype man. Like, all right, we about to go do this show. Come on, Cass. I'm the guy on stage backing your words up, everything. Gotcha. And helping you create this stuff. I'm not actually writing it, but I'm giving you a lot of ideas, a lot of concepts, a lot of stories, and you're running with it. People think it's me. The stories I'm giving you, and they hear, they like, damn, this sound like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm hype, man. I can't even get a check at the end of the day. Got it. It's, it's almost like, <laughs> it's like what the fuck? 
that it could be that much of an oversight. <laughs> yes, I agree. But were you? What, what, did he really have it though? Was he pocket watching? No, bro. We this was when hotel was out. We getting ten, fifteen, oh. twenty thousand. <laughs> now you gave me clarity. This is, it's all right <laughs> if you wanna go with me. Drinking my two and you feel the yeah. baby yeah. in my hotel yeah. suite. Fire. Yeah. That's out. Yeah. Oh, now we now we talking a little different now. Cash, I got holler at him. I'm a hustler, all that shit. What? Drinking my two step. I'm, I'm mm. on. Yeah, I'm. So I'm, why y'all ain't saying nothing then? Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Let's talk about y'all. Let's talk about you and Ab. So Ab will be considered a muscle type, right? Well, can mm -hmm. we can we put him in that category at the time? Mm -hmm. Like a person that people respected. He, he's going to go. Mm -hmm. Why you guys didn't use the same thing to say something to him? We know a lot of guys in hip hop that press they mans. Are you bugging? Why I didn't do that? I mean, was it blind loyalty? No, uh, we, yeah, I mean, to the point, I was so loyal that it was like, people like, Dad, dude, you super loyal. Like, they looking at me like, Dad, we could just get a hold of Neek and just persuade him to just do doing dirty. Like, so many people like, yo, do this to him, do that to him. I'm just like, I'm not that kind of person, Flip. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, it ain't about the money, ain't about the notoriety, ain't about the, yo, we gonna hit you in the head. Fall down, we going, you know what I mean? Niggas fake robberies, all kinds of shit. I'm like, you know what I mean? Nah, man. It's just like, um, I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't have a, Hold on. Gee, what? Gee, 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 if, he, if he didn't give any money, did did he present any opportunities for you guys or give you any kind of, you know? Uh, it seemed like when we try to get into an opportunity, like say I'm talking to somebody over here. It's like he wants to butt in and just like, it's like, yo. Just talking here. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like he didn't want you to get a connect, like get nobody phone number. He'd be rolling his eyes. Like, like when you're trying to talk to somebody, just regular conversation. Like he didn't want to see you get no connections. Basically, it's like mm -hmm. don't connect with nobody. Everything had to go through him. Everything going had to go through him. But okay. And then it's like, all right. Now we want to argue about this. It's like, now it's an argument. But it's like, he like a big baby. It's like, we got to, he's the one with the bag at the time. We all young, trying to get on. So we thinking like that. We got to do what we got to do to get on, man. I have two questions about this. Two, about this subject before I move back on to the league. One, do you take any accountability for not actually saying something? It's a form of blind loyalty. You're blinded by what you think it is instead of what it should be. You know, as a man or coming up, I mean, you're a teen, you can blame it on being a teenager, and you can say that. We, we just wanted to get on and get out of our situation because as a manipulator, you know, my, me, myself, a fellow manipulator, back in the days, my story would have been like, well, I brought you out of the hood, man. Like, you, you don't, you're not getting in trouble. You, you're alive. You're eating. That's what it is. And sometimes... You become selfish like that when you gain success at such a rapid pace from where you come from. Because you're not taught the love and stuff like that, the neighborhood, the environment. You're not taught that. It, you become overzealous. You become protective, protective of things until you see something or you're checked on it. So I ask that when I say that, is that do you take accountability for not like saying something like your cast? Like, damn, son, like we got another. It, it's a lot of y'all. What are you going to like, do? Y'all was just. Like, I feel like, man, why we ain't fight back then? <laughs> like I'm dead serious. He said like, this to me a lot of like, times. Like, like there you go. Like, why we ain't just get to the bottom of the shit? But I know why. So I was going through a lot of medical issues at the time. 
But if I wasn't going through it at the time, I would have just lashed out like, fuck it. Just, I'm just going in. It's either we going to be like brothers and get over this right now. Because that's how my mentality always was. Mm. But I couldn't go at a particular time. So I'm like, damn, I really want to do something. But I couldn't. So it was like, now I'm just dealing with it. Now it's like, damn, I want to get on. I'm like, man, fuck Plus, you know, Cass always could fight a little bit, too. So I just wasn't going to say anything to him. He Cass what? always had Cass a little Cass got a little hard. I mean, Cass, <laughs> Cass could hold his hands. He got a little rip game. He, he, got a, he could hold his hands. Lee, he could fight. Lee, if Lee tell me he could fight. He could hold his hands. Cass, Cass, can, Cass can box, but he don't, have, he don't have no heart. You ever see somebody that's like, you got to push him. Like, yo, go ahead. Like, that's him. You gotta push him up. You gotta push him. Then he'll go. So, so, and th- 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 that's that, that, that's a question. And then I was th- wondering why he ain't beat Gil up back in the day. When when Gil when, pressed all y'all though. Don't try to make it seem like he just pressed Cass. No, Gil did, but, Ed, no, but he was Ed really. was there. Uh, but Gil Cass was really was there. Tell a real and, story. Yeah, Cass had like, like yeah, Cass had like thirty people with him, man. Like in my exaggerating, he had a lot of people. He had a lot of people with him. How many people Gil had with him? I think maybe like one or two, maybe by himself, maybe. Walked up to him, hey, Cass, what you was saying, man? It's like, Abs and he had to step up like, oh, man, can't just be talking. <laughs> I said, this poor Gil got some balls. <laughs> he walked up to him he and walked, tried to check all of them. He walked, Gil walked up and damn near like, yeah, he was ready. Yeah, I mean, Gil was ready, but I'm thinking like, damn, Cash. Like, no, I'm serious. I'm like, we're losing. He wanted in to my fight Cash while he had 50 people with in him. In my mind, I'm like, damn, why won't you rumble him? I feel like you probably can get over. So what was Gil mad at? At that time, because Cash was like, you know, doing his thing thing at the time. So Gil was, you know, king of Philly, major figures. Then Cash can basically Cash watched Gil and them get on. Then Cash ruled past Gil and them and got the deal with Switzerland and, and became like the bigger celebrity. So, you know, Gil had a chip on his shoulder. But what did, but you, but you said Gil came up and said, what did you say? What did Cass say about Gil to make him be upset to press him? At that moment? I mean, it was just stuff circulating on the internet. Who the king of Philly, pop shots, saying little slick stuff. So then it's like, all right, I'm here now. What did you say? What was Cassie's response when Gil approached him at that time? Mm, Cass was like, Cass had the chains on. He got all clean. Cass was Cass like fighting. He, he he wasn't thinking about fighting at the time. It's like I'm hotel. I'm not going back here to go fight you. It's like I'm just. Oh, just he invited not him to a back room. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he invited him to a back room. I mean, Cass like Cass ain't wanna. You know, I can't blame him. It's like why, why am I fighting right now? But Gil was real aggressive. And I understand where Gil was coming from. Gil got something to prove at this time. Gil like, fuck this. I'm about to fight this rapper. Win, lose, or draw, I'm going to go viral. If I go in here and fight Cassidy or win or get over, it's like, you know what I'm saying? So y'all acknowledging that Gil did approach Cassidy three with two people in front of 50 of y'all. You acknowledging that? Yeah, it was about, yeah. It was, Gil had like one or two people with him. But most of the people Cass had with him, Gil knew half of them. It's like he know most of these faces anyway. It's like we all from the same area. It's like don't do that. Don't try to don't try to downplay it. I'm being real with you. Like come on, hold do yo, yo, you my man. Don't do that. I'm being, like, he approached fifty people by himself. Yeah, but it's, he did probably nah, know a lot of them. He knew a lot of these people. Come on, he ain't know all of them. It still don't take the take away the fact that they was with 
Cassidy, whether he knew him or not. Right. He still could have got rolled on by all them people. Got rolled on. It only probably took 10 of them. It was 50 of them. He probably knew 20 after 50. He ain't know the other 30. I give Gilda. It took a lot of heart for him to walk up to a lot of... It was it was a lot of us, man. It was probably about at least about 20, 25 motherfuckers. 30 it, it, isn't that what Beans did to people too? Like, didn't Beans approach somebody like by himself or one time? Didn't he... Beans... A story about like Beans did that too? Like, I remember Beans pulling up the area avenue one time looking for Gail, which was hot. But, you know, he knew people from out there, too. It's always a joint where it's like, you see what I'm saying? It wasn't he pulled up in the midst of everybody in love with Gilly at the time. You know what I'm saying? I think people was a little upset with Gilly at the time. You know, you know, every time you make it from the hood, you leave the hood, be a little upset with you. But why would people be upset? Let me just say, why would people be upset with Why would people, is that a good thing? That's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. It's a hard thing. So, because Gil, Gil, you know, worked hard and put himself in a position. So, why should people be upset at him? You understand? You see how how we think? That's I was just standing outside the other day at Bentley Road Pads, right? Guy ran down the street and said, yo, see that guy just ran past in that fucking Billy? Like, yo, why you say it? Like, what's the problem? What'd he do wrong? He like, no, man. I'm like, hold on, man. You're angry because this guy just rolled past the Bentley? No, man, no free can't be riding no Billy around. I said, why can't he enjoy the fruits of his labor? It's like, he worked hard for it. Why can't he? It's just like the Philly mentality, man. Guys is like, I don't know, man. I call him burnt out. So, so back to you, Pretty Flock. Like, um, Cass, basically, he didn't. In your opinion, he really didn't do good by the people that he was supposed to do good by. You hear a lot of stories. Now, now check this out now. You hear stories about Tyson, MC Hammer, taking care of everyone and losing everything. Mm-hmm. Come on. Is this a double-edged sword conversation? You hear the story about MC Hammer. Take care. Flip, everybody. that guy said he just wanted a turkey sandwich, man. He couldn't get a turkey sandwich. He couldn't wash up. Ain't like he said he wanted a Rolex. Right. But it start with a turkey sandwich and end up to what? I mean, if I'm out on the road, me, which exactly, is, I left my home. It's not like I stayed like I'm a kid. I left my home nah, to okay. go on the road with you. No, I, I'm pretty fly. You got to take care of them people. Pretty fly like man, damn. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I never want nobody, everybody that know me that's going to see this from Swiss and everybody, they like, damn, after all these years, Nico finally spoke about this. Because I never, it's never, I'm never reaching. I'm not reaching for something. This is just conversation that's being brought up. This is what happened, Flip. So how you did, ask me what happened? I'm just telling you the truth, man. So what was the final straw for you? The final straw was once I went down south. I went down south after the murder rap, and I had to go on a run for some shit that I ain't had nothing to do. I mean, I just went on a run because I was a, a part of around some stuff that happened, supposedly that happened. And once I went down south, I just stayed down there. I'm like, I'm cool. I ain't even coming back. I just went down there, started working, and ran a bag up working. So when I pulled up on casting them, I got a truck, rims, Tahoe chain. Like, man, I'm like, damn, y'all still running around with Cass? They like, yeah. I'm like, all right, like, man, I'm doing this. So I was like, I'm cool. That's what happened. I went down south and just got on. I'm like, why come back? And come back to being like listening and sitting and not earning. Yeah, I'm traveling, but I'm broke. I'm down here. I'm my own boss. Got my own crib. I got this going on, that going on. I'm like, man, I'm done. So then you then you then you just stopped the connection. I just stopped. I just 
I'm, I, I went down south, and I just stayed down there. Whenever they, I stopped going on the road, they were still on the road. This was like when drinking my two-step was going on. I'm like, I'm cool. Because the people that's there, they still fucked up running around. They asking me for shit. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, come down here. Man, I was... It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's fire. Last question on, on, on the Cassidy situation. Like, what do you feel you could have did different in that situation? Like, or, or what would you have wanted to do, um, do different in that situation? Honestly, I felt like, damn, man, I missed my window of opportunity. You know, and I can't. I sit back and I be thinking like, damn, Flock, you was right there. You was right. You was really like right there, right there. Before right there was even there, you was there. Mm. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I didn't feel like I took it as serious as I should have. It's like, damn, you hold me on. How long you think this is going to last? It's like we partying. I'm doing all this other stuff. I'm thinking I'm focused, but I'm not that focused. But then when you got your friends that's really working against you, like, when you do bring something good to the table, instead of them saying, like, damn, this is, we could finally work with this. Why Clef say this is it? His whole camp saying, go, let's shoot a video for it. And you don't do it. It's like both of it. It's like this. If me and him right here trying to do the same thing and I get on, and I know my man been trying to do this his whole life, and he got a song that's good enough to go on with Why Clef and Why Clef agreed it, I'm going to say, man, you know what? Good. Let's shoot a video for this for my man. And rather if he make it or not, this this Why is this, this is the biggest opportunity. I'm already signed. I got a deal. I'm on. I'm getting checks. I'm getting everything. I'm gonna do this. That's what I would do. Why Clef said, get on this song. Cass seemed like Cass was upset that I was getting on the song. Like no, no, this not even no shade or nothing. It was like he had an attitude when Clef put me on the record. This I mean, this is serious shit, bro. Clef like, no, nah, you you going on this song. I'm standing on this. And that's what happened. It's like, because what other dudes from our circle was saying that my verse was better than Cass's. That's what they were saying. He didn't like that. He went all the attention. Where can we hear the song at? Uh, I got it in my email. I got it in my email. It was just like 20 years ago. It was, it was out on Big Mike, DJ Thorough, all mixtapes back then. This is when Cass did the songs with like Clef, if you ever remember them joints back with J Records. When Clef was over at J Records. Shells and Trini, all that time. Clive Davis, Trev. This is when Trev was over there. Trevor and all them. Yeah. This what, was like before when, like when, when Swiss just was like messing with Alicia Keys around that time. What, what was the, was that the biggest opportunity you felt he took from you? That probably was probably yeah. That probably was my biggest opportunity, cause what? that one right there could have probably got me a lot of notoriety, and could have put me in a lot of bigger places and bigger things that could have really happened. And it wouldn't have cost him. It wouldn't have cost him nothing. The song is done. We got it. It's done. Just shoot a video. Can we? Get, can you email me the song? I definitely will. I want to play it in the clip. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. When now? Or no, not now. No, I'm gonna play. It. You're gonna see how I do it. Okay. So. Let me ask you a question about this now. Hmm. This is gonna be. A, this is gonna be. So that happened. You felt that way. When's the last time you saw him? Saw Cassie in person? Um. See, 
Cash, my God, and I love it's crazy we gotta have this type of conversation, but it's like Cash the type, he only call you when he needs something. <laughs> like you ever notice like your friends, you're like, damn, you only call me when it's beneficial for you. And that's just how that's just what it is. Say like what you, say what you mean, Flocky. Called you not too long ago, a couple months ago, and asked you for some chip. Nah, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> say <laughs> say what you mean, Flock. <laughs> We ain't gonna give you called like you that. a couple months ago and no. asked you to borrow some money, man. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I mean, he was doing this thing with battle rap. He was getting paid good money. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I ain't gonna do my man like that, but I, ain't, I don't know what's going on. That's man, personal between me and him. Did you, did you ever approach that, him? That, that talking about that? Mean it's true. You see that? Did what? You ever, did, no, 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 no. Deny did it. Ever, did you ever approach him? Did you ever approach him about how he treated you? Did you have the conversation? I, you know what? I never had a conversation with him about it. I don't think I did. And my girls say like, you should. I'm like, why? Well, after all these years, I'm like, babe. Cause you still feel some type of way about it. I mean, it's nothing for me to, cause it's like, I don't want to understand why right now. It's too late. It's like, it can't help me now. Yeah. It's like, for me to be like, yo, why you do this? It's like, it's like. <laughs> when you really already know, he was young, man. He was immature. He wasn't ready for the role that he was placed in at the time, I right. believe. Right. I really don't want to know why now, Flip. I ain't going to lie, because it's just like, right now can't really help me right now. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> it's like, back then I wanted to know, but not right now. What was um Meek Mill's uh, role with, with Cassidy? His position? Um, Meek was, like, this is when Meek was buzzing in the city. I think Ab brought him out there. Ab brought Meek to Cass. Before Meek ever got on. Mm. And Cass heard him was like, he alright. Uh, at, at the time, Meek was running the city. Like, Ab telling me, like, yo, Meek, man, this boy, Meek, this thing, the third boy, hot. Yo, I'm telling you, Flock. So he brought him out there to Cass. I never forget, Cass heard him, listened to him. I was just like, he alright. And that was just it. You just think get, gave him the he alright jump. And that's it? That's where it stopped at? He ain't, he ain't build with him. He ain't bring him in the camp. He snubbed him? It was just like, yeah, all right. Meek was trying to basically get get on. He was trying to get, Ab was trying to bring him around, but like, yo, him, him, he the one that's running the city, signing, put him on, and, and so you think Cass, him. you think Cass felt about him, how he felt about y'all? Like, y'all was high at doing, you know, y'all working, you know, he can't let y'all kind of outshine him. You think, you think he felt that way about Meek Mill? Nah, it was like Cass, bro. I think Cass looked at him as like competition, man. It's like, you know, he always wanted to be like the spotlight. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, do you feel like, because he heard me want to come up. So do you feel like he kind of was like, ah, oh, he's all right. Because, you know, he, his head he probably was like, he's fired. But out loud, he's probably like, ah, oh, he's all right. I, I can't let him, you know, bring him in and put him under the wing or try to boost him up and then he might pass me. You think Cassidy had that in his mind? Possibly. I mean, if you look at the way he moved and the moves he made and the stuff he done in his career and how you had all this talent around you and nobody prospered from you, then that answer your question right there. You had all this different talent, like, you know, what's the boy that you had uh vinyls, he do beats. Vinyls doing beats for Drake and all the shout out to vinyls, man. Mm -hmm. you, vinyls. you know the crazy part is I don't understand 
see the industry is different, man. You got industry relationships, then you got firm relationships. There was a lot of people that I thought that I was like kind of cool with when I was with cats running around. But it's like once I got out of that situation, it's like you're not as cool with people as you think you is. And I'm not like that. It's like if I'm cool with you and we we are alright and you never done nothing to me, we still are alright. Yeah. But it's like I I noticed that a lot of industry relationships change once like I got away from cats, like, you know, and the situation died down. But, you know, it's all good. Um but yeah, like vinyls, uh Neo the Matrix. You know, these guys, they got on and they prospered when they got away. And it was like they was right there. They was like right there in your camp. These was your producers. And it was like once they branched out, that's when they blew up. Is it like what have you done for me lately? Got it. There we I mean, go. I would always want to ask this question. When Drake dissed Meek, right? I don't really know the history. I got to go back with it. He said he, he highlighted your brother's name. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that Ab brought your brother around. Not Ab, no. Ab, Ab brought Meek, Meek around. Yeah. You know, what was the fallout between them? Did they have a fallout? Like, how did I they? I don't really think they had too much of a falling out. It was, you know, the media, the most official devil in America. They never really had a falling out. It was when I came home, it was rumors that, you know, he had, Meek had stopped a few things for Ad. People was inquiring about him, and Meek was stopping it. That was the rumors. Okay, but it wasn't true. No, it turned out not to be true. How does rumors start like that, though? Man, I don't even know. I had just came home. Maybe they just wanted to rile me up or something. But <laughs> the rumors kept coming across me, and I was going on the Internet addressing it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But after I went on the Internet addressing it, I actually, you know, addressed it face-to-face -face with me, too. And he was like, no, that's not even – it's my man. And Ab was saying the same thing. Like, no, that's my man. He wouldn't do nothing like that. That's really my friend. But, you know, once the stuff get in the air, yeah. it's in the air. Did you apologize for that, like jumping out the window? Well, I never really jumped out the window. I just said people saying this, and if that is true, that's how I addressed it. I never addressed oh, it. Oh, so like, you worried like if? Yeah, you know, I'm not a, you know, I'm a little intelligent. I'm not just going to jump out the window for something. I'm saying, well, this is what people saying, and if that is true, that's just some nut shit. I never really, like, disrespected him or nothing like that. Whereas, though, you know, it would be bad blood. What, what? Was the city proud when when Meek got on? You know, it took Ross. You know, put him up with the city like happy yeah. for him. That was everybody, little brother or cousin. Or I was in jail, but that was everybody. The knowing was the love. Everybody loved him at first. I don't know when the hate came, okay, because he got he really got on. But when he mm -hmm. first got on, he couldn't find nobody to say nothing bad about it. Yeah. Did he come back to the city? Like, did he live in still stay in the city like how Cass was or? I don't know. I was in I was in prison. Okay. Shout but I know me, everybody, you know, nephew this and cuz this. And I think I, but I, I do think it's... You gonna call me? No. You, you, uh, you gonna, yeah, yeah, somebody will go. Yeah. Be careful, old man. <laughs> old now. Look like you walking. <laughs> old. So you, you, like, 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 you, um, Meek, you was able to rectify that, like you know, and and he was solid. He can't try to be solid because I heard a lot of solid things about him. I didn't hear any funny things about him. Yeah, so. you hear you hear all the funny things after somebody get money. Yeah, it's wrong, and that's, that's wrong. That's not going, good. Though. Yeah, that's when you're going to hear. When he first got on, I didn't really hear nothing. 
sure. bad about him. Ab would never talk bad about him. Never. You would never could get even when Ab came home and everybody was in his air like, why he not doing nothing for you and this, that, and the third Ab was like, man, he don't have to do nothing for me. I'm a grown man. I'm never I'm not asking that man for nothing. I'm gonna get my own. And you know, people just felt like you shouldn't have to. My gripe was it didn't really take nothing to post him acknowledging because all he needed was just a little bit of push. And I felt like if you wasn't trying to help him in the music industry, then you was trying to force him into the streets and that ultimately would be his demise. So that's how I was taking it. If anybody had a, had an opportunity to help and didn't, I automatically didn't didn't like you. Because it's like y'all know him. Y'all know, hey, he'd turn back to the streets fast as shit if he feel like it ain't working out over here. He will go try to figure something out. Y'all know that. So I feel like it ain't really take nothing to help, but people act like they ain't know him when he came home. That's why I was like, man, I, what kind of relationship y'all got? That's that's why I was upset. You know what I'm saying? I felt like knowing Ab, if I knew Ab, if I wasn't his brother and just like his friend, you would rush to help A, because A would rush to help you. You hear Flock just said Ab took him to New York to try to get him to, that's the type of person Ab was. So I feel like that should have been reciprocated fast. You know, but what maybe, type of person was that? Was Ab aggressive? Was he aggressive at all? Was, was his tonality aggressive? Would people be reluctant to help no, him? I don't know. Ab was loving. He's a different kind of guy. He was a great soul. His heart was like pure. He was one of them guys. Well, he is one of them guys. Excuse me. So we know that Ab is currently serving. How much time is he serving in prison? Well, they gave him forty-five years. Forty-five years. Yeah. Feds, right? Yeah, that's what they said he had to do. And um, he, how's everything looking for him? Oh, it's looking great. Everything looking great. That pill looking great. You know, we like, we, 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 we happy. We pleased with how things go. We pleased with the way the lawyer talking. And, you know, we just waiting. It's a waiting game now. So here I am, um, was accused of all these things, right? And I remember when you came on the show, mm -hmm. um, you was like people were, um, specifically Dark Lord, you had an issue with Dark At first you didn't really have that issue, or you didn't really speak about it when we did the interrogation room type thing. Yeah, no, I wanted to wait to talk to him first. And then, um, and then you said that even A.R. Ab wasn't really mad at Dark Lord. You said that when you would speak to him, you told me this verbatim, when you would speak to him, he was like, nah, Lowe wouldn't do that. What was the outcome of the Dark Lowe and ARF situation? Well, I, you know, they still haven't talked. Him and Ab, Lowe and Ab didn't talk the whole time Lowe was home. So he wasn't really getting it. He wasn't getting nothing that was going on. You know what I'm saying? He was in jail, he was fighting, he was trying to, you know, get involved in that. He wasn't really trying to hear nothing. He didn't find out till after. After everything blew up, and he was like, what's going on? Why Why you and Lowe got to, this why. And he got sent, you know. A lot of the pages, you know, a few of the pages, paragraphs that Lowe was saying, and, you know, and he understood then. So the story with Dark Lowe was that police ended up going into his house because he said he had a gun in his house or something like that? No, they was um, following him. They was following him from the courthouse. We acted a fool in the courthouse. That's when I thought, I really thought that he was going to be like one of their surprise witnesses. Because this is a federal courthouse and he's just snapping about 
one of the witnesses and like, we're here doing this rat about to do this, but we're in a federal courthouse. So of course they pulled him to the side and told him he couldn't come in and all of that. But I felt like that was staged. I'm like, who does this in the courthouse, federal courthouse? But you know, they pulled him to the side and you know, when he was going home, they followed him home and he, they, you know, they asked you, you, is there a weapon inside? He told him, yeah, he admitted to it, you know. For some reason, that weapon wasn't on this uh, case, though. He didn't get found. Well, he didn't get sentenced for the weapon. It kind of disappeared off his case. I still don't know why or how. But I thought he had to do nine years or something like that. Yeah, that's for the terroristic threats and to the uh, to the to the uh, when you, you threaten a witness, a federal witness. That's what you want. That was for that. That wasn't for the gun. The gun got dismissed. So he wrote. He he wrote. So, so what it is that he wrote a letter. He wrote a letter to to a federal to witness a federal witness that, that told on feds. your brother, right? He told on your yeah. brother. This guy that well, not told on him. He just made up a lie. Made up he a never lie. got arrested. This guy that was saying that he never there's none of none that he said is Ab charged for. They just used this guy to paint a picture of who Ab was. He wasn't even charged for a homicide, but he just they got him to lie and say Ab ordered one of his homicides. He was locked up for about four homicides. I don't know if he did them or not, but he was that's what he was locked up for. And one of them, he said that Ab told him to do it. Ab grabbed his phone, went to his Instagram, because he don't know how to work Instagram. So he just had it on his phone for no reason. He never knew how to work it. He never got on there, but he had it on his phone. So Ab went to his Instagram and DM'd the guy and set a whole joint up. That's what Ab was supposed to have done. He said Ab did that? Yeah, that's what he said. Ab went to his phone and did it. So then Dark Low wrote... The guy. Because that was Dark Lowe's friend. Got we it. didn't know the guy. The first time I seen this guy, he had an OVH tattoo on his neck. Biggest day. That was my first time seeing him. Never seen him before a day in my life. Like, who's this guy with an OVH tattoo on his neck? Who is he? It's not from nowhere around where we from. Uh, nothing. He just was a fan, like a deranged fan. But we didn't know him well enough, you know. So he, he, he infiltrated, man. They infiltrated. So let's, let's 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 go a little deeper. So all this happened, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he did that, and he got caught. They came and locked him up for it. You were saying that when they locked him up, he did a deposition, right? Or he did a, a interrogation room. What what did he do? Who that low or no low low? What did low he do? He did a two hour. He did an interview with the. And what did he say in the interview? That, that because you said that he, you guys accused him. He said a lot of things in the interview that could be considered that would be what well, that is telling. Anytime you you can't you're not allowed to talking to my you're, you're not allowed to when you're talking to the police, you can't speak on crimes. See what I'm saying? You you're not you can't corroborate. If I'm trying to help you out, and the cops tell me, well, this guy said this. And the cops tell me, well, this guy said this. I'm not supposed to, I'm not, this guy is not credible. I'm trying to help you out. So anything he say, I'm going to say is a lie. I'm trying to help you out. He's, yeah, that happened. You're not supposed to cooperate anything this guy says. Anything. He's not a credible witness. It's what, you know, he's not. So you saying, well, Ab said, well, he said he met Ab around this time. Oh, yeah, he did meet Ab. You making this guy credible. 
you're making it incredible. You saying that he killed multiple people, that's telling on that's telling on that guy. You're not supposed to say that. I don't care if he's telling on Ab or not. You can't be in, in front of them people saying that he killed multiple people. That's called telling. Then the I'll be better for y'all out there line. I just can't get around that. I asked him what it mean. He he said, I don't remember saying it. But if you was passing your paperwork around all through the jail, man, I ain't no rat. Everybody seen my paperwork in the jail. So how you don't remember that being in there? You lie. Somebody's lying somewhere down the line. Because if y'all was going through this with a fine comb, how you don't remember this paragraph, this this line being in there when you saying I'll be better for y'all out there? Y'all didn't stop at that when y'all was going over your paperwork in the jail? So nobody looked at that and said, because when I asked him about it, he's like, I ain't say that, ain't so I read it back to him. He was like, "Well, if I said it, I, it can't be nothing about no telling, cause I I know it wasn't nothing about no it wasn't telling, cause I ain't no rat." So you don't know why you said that? No, but I know it wasn't telling. Oh yeah, get out of here, he's a rat. That's how that went. So, like, I thought that in when he had the interview, he was confirming crimes that the guy was already charged for. It doesn't matter. That's telling. But wasn't the guy charged for it already? I don't care. If you charge for four homicides, your thing is I'm innocent. I didn't kill anybody. You don't need to see a statement with Leek Moss on there, a.k.a. Malik Boyer, saying, yeah, Flip kid killed four people, man. Yeah. I see what you're saying, but I thought the guy was charged. I thought, it doesn't he, matter. He he's not convicted. Oh, he's not, he wasn't convicted yet. No, he just was charged. Got it. So he was okay. So Even if he is convicted, it's like this guy's convicted of killing four people. He's accused of killing four people. You don't say this guy killed people and get on the phone and say all he do is shoot people in the head. So, so what do you say when people said that Leek Moss was sort of picking on Dark Low because you might have felt that? Well, I wasn't he, picking hold on, on him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you you might have felt that he wasn't uh, doing what's right, or I don't know if what you wanted from him, but he might have not given into any of your demands. I didn't want anything. I didn't demand anything from that guy. It was that I was I was holding it. Pretty Flock came to me months before I said anything and said, no, fuck that, we're not doing this. I can't stand on that. I'm like, oh, Flock, let me just talk to him first. First, let me talk to Ab. See what Ab got to say. Let me talk to Lowe, see if he can explain this away. He's like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm not dealing with this guy. I'm not doing it. Flock was the one. I'm holding him back. No, Flock don't do it, chill. But I'm getting so many letters, DMs, this, that, and I still talked to him before I did. And I waited till he came home and had a conversation with him and tried to let him explain it away, but he couldn't. What did you ask him for? Did you ask for anything? Did you ask him, you know, records or promote you nah, or do anything for you? No, nah, I didn't ask him for I don't have to. I don't have to ask him for nothing like that. Why not? I don't know. I never see the thing was I never really cared about rap. I didn't even run my own page to even think about promotion or none of that Got stuff. It. Okay. And rap wasn't really my thing. That was ab thing. Ab, you know, turned low to a rapper, and I rap when I need to. So OBH name won't die. That's when I rap. But I never asked for no promotion or help me out with this. I never needed it. I always I built my always been my own man. Where where like where is he now? I think he in prison. I don't know. He might be in Arizona with the rest of the rats. I, I don't know. Why you got to say that? <laughs> that? That's where they go. 
But he didn't. His statement was used in in the court. Of I law. feel like his statement could be used at, at trial. You know why? Because he's cooperating things that the rat said. So they can just can't bring him down and use him and say, well. When did what you call meet such and such? In your statement, you said they met at this time. Ab said they met at this time. And he said they met at this time. You said they met the same time Taz met. See what I'm saying? He cooperating a lot of stuff that this guy said. He actually said that guy sold. How you meet Taz? Well, he used to sell drugs. He used to sell packs for me back. That's telling. You can't say stuff like that, man, to the police. You can't do it. It got sold drugs for me back on Darien Street. Sold drugs. It's like, come on, man. You just admitting all type of crimes. But here. isn't that like doing it? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. That's usually, yeah, my fault. But That's then, um, so I, I seen a video online where he was. You know, I'm not sure when, when this took place, but I know he 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 mentioned about how you know um, he didn't really know you like that, like that. But when you came home, from, you came home from jail. You say he took care of you, gave you some money. I'm not sure how true that. He stuff didn't is. know me at all. He just knew. He didn't know nobody. He just popped up. Right. It ain't like, you know, he lived in my neighborhood or something like No, he's somebody that Ab found, took him under the wing, mm. and, you know, built him up to who he is now. Before so things that, he's saying, was, was it true? Like, when you came home from jail, did, did, he, did he give you money when you came home? Not crazy came, amount of money, but when did he I give you When I came home from jail, I was cool. He pulled up on me, came and got me from the halfway house one time and gave me $50. <laughs> Now, I'm not saying it in a disrespectful way because it was like, you know, I'm just coming home. Everything is appreciated. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I appreciated it. And plus, people don't, just don't do stuff like that. When people got a motive, they do, though, I see. It wasn't genuine. It was always a motive because this guy couldn't remain the same when Ab got locked up. Now you start crossing family members. You start doing things like that. And it's like, you've been a snake. You ain't wait till Ab got locked up to become a snake. You you been a snake. You was a snake the whole time. When things was coming up, missing out the house, you probably was the one taking them. All the snake stuff you did after <laughs> Ab got locked up. Every time he came around, he did something slimy. It's the only time he came around, and every time, not not excluding one time. Every time he popped his face up, and he only popped his face up two or three times since when Ab got locked up. Every time he did some slimy stuff to people that's like, you know, close to us. So it's like, dude, this wasn't really us. That's not who we are. We're not slimy to people we don't know. The people we know, we're family. We take care of each other, mm. pay each other bills. People come ask me, pay the rent, I'm paying the rent, light, water, whatever. You taking from us. It's bad, man. Mm. So they just went back and forth online, and then, you know, he said, so he I just went back and dogs. forth. I was checking. That's my nephew, so I had to, you know, y'all spank your nephew sometimes. That's all that was. It was, a literal, it was a verbal spanking because I didn't want to do it physically. So I knew if I take it to the Internet, I wasn't going to do when, it physically. When you saw him face to face, you didn't see him after the attacks, though. Nah, I was trying to meet up with him, and he really wasn't trying. This before the attacks, he went meet up with me. Wouldn't get me. I'm like, yo, what's your address? I'm pull up on you. He's on house arrest. What's your address? Pull up on you. No, we could meet downtown, get lunch or something like that. This, that, and the third. Every time it was time, he wouldn't meet up with me. I never knew what that was for. You know what I'm saying? But I guess it was about that. It was about that statement. He probably thought that I was going to do something to him. Got it. Um, you put hands on Mikey T. Did you ever work that out and apologize? 
what I'm apologizing for. He came to my neighborhood talking about me. <laughs> apologize. I don't want to why. apologize. You, you, mm-hmm. you, you, you indulged, like you entertained, and you allowed Mikey T to use the content. No, I didn't allow him to do anything. Did I you was not participate 100%. in anything with him? Like you didn't speak. Yeah, to I did. Him? A, I did a um a blog with him, but I I always tell him though. You see what I'm saying? I always let him know that what he was doing wasn't cool because you're making a lot of money off OBH and you're really, you ain't sending ad, a coin. So me and him always had little disputes about that, but I never really. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. How do you know how much money he was making for him to send you a coin? Well, his views. You're looking at his views. His, all yeah, but you, see, most of his content, I, mean, I know how the YouTube game works. But most of his content since Ab got locked up a little bit before and after was majority OBH. We got you majority for like a four-year span. Man. All your content was OBH. And you using this to make money. We, we know, me and him, we know that this is what he's using to make money. But it's like saying, Ab, 50 cent, you don't got to send him much. Ab don't want to send $50. Send him $25 whenever you get paid on the 16th or the 21st. I want to know. 21st, yeah. The 21st. Send him, send him five, send him, you know, $25, $50. So, 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 that, so that was your reason? No, that wasn't my reason. He kept talking about me. I don't know, dude. I don't care nothing about him. If I seen him, I wouldn't have done nothing to him because doing something to him won't gain me nothing. It just so happened that I was really going through something that morning. My phone was gone. My keys was gone. My car was gone. That's how I woke up. Called King Erna. Well, I would friend walk to my cousin's house, which is about 25 blocks. Called King Erna to come get me. As I'm pulling back up to my house, he, he like Mikey T on Erie Avenue. Now I'm going through this. Some vicious domestic that I'm going through right now. And I see that, I'm like, in fact, go to the area. And first, I'm like, man, I don't care about no Mikey T. I don't care. But as he playing it, he's talking like, yeah, Leak Moss this and Leak Moss ain't that. It's like, you know what? Because it's, it's right around, the, he's in my neighborhood. So I'm like, you know what? Go, go around there. I'm past. It's pretty flock. Am I lying when I said I could have stopped on Airy Avenue and got at least 10 people, to, 10 kids to run over there and stomp his head in? No, absolutely, man. He's on Airy Avenue. I didn't have to go over there and touch him. So what I'm asking, what I'm asking is, um, this is the issue. We know how to YouTube work, but you know that sometimes it's, it's green or yellow monetization. So are you sure that he was really monetizing or getting the maximum monetization where he could send some money? Did you make sure that? Did you ask him? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. And if you, I don't care what you make, and if you make a dollar, you can send him twenty cent. Okay, so that's 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 your thing. Your thing is that you made some money off of off of it, regardless it, of what. Because you acting like you love this man. This is how you acting. Arab, that's my friend. That's my man. This, that, and the third. How have you making money off his name and not sending him nothing? Did you have a um a conversation with him, or did Ab tell you leave him alone? No, it wasn't none of that. I had a conversation with him, but it's not. It wasn't. It's not serious. But how because was, I wouldn't have been mad to the point where I wanted to fight him about it, though. You see what I'm saying? It was just like, yo, why you just send him a fifty cent? It wasn't like a a beef that we had. But how you know do you? How, how do you feel? How do you feel 
Because you overreact a lot, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. I don't think you heard me when I said I wasn't, like, mad at him. It no, I, I heard what you said, sir. Allow okay. me. All right. You're my friend, so I can say this. When I mean overreact is that you talk in a very friendly, extortionist way. Let's right, talk, talk about it. You have a way of talking <laughs> that when people sit down and think about it, they're like, wait, 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 you talk, what you talk. That's how you talk. So it's like you give ultimatums, but in a kind way. You do. I've heard you talk. You never talked to me like that, you, you know, because, you know, you never disrespected me. I would have took it like that. Like, man, what you, Lee, what you saying? You, you ask questions. You, your tone is very low. You're not yelling. You say things very. So do you think that you might have, by saying that to Mikey T, instead of saying, yo, Mikey, like, you could have talked to him, meet up with him. Mikey, come see him. Come, come sit down with us. Flip, yo, you know I can talk, Flip. I'm I know not, you can, but you very, like, like. Yeah, but I'm not You got demanding ways in a way. If I crime. did that, I wanted it's because that's what it called for. But I'm not that guy. I know you're not that guy. I never experienced that, but I've I watched I know a lot you. of words, and I can use a lot of words, and I didn't. I wasn't aggressive. I might have been aggressive on him, maybe one or two, because he's really an asshole. I don't think I really know this guy. Tell, tell us why. He's really a sarcastic asshole. He really is. He'll do it. He'll play a real game with you, man. And get, but see, but that's what he do. He wants to get you like that so he can post it and get the views. And You know, he got good at that. So I got good at stop not playing none of their games, none of them internet games. And you put hands on them and stuff like that. And then what happened after I that? I didn't go search for him. He searched for me. What happened after you put hands on him? Do you remember? As far as what? What he did? Yeah. He, he ain't called the police. No, but he waited for the police. They never came, so he left. He thought the police was going to come. So he went on the internet, and then you just left it alone. There's no more issues with Mikey T. It was never an issue. I'm just I took it. my frustrations out on him from okay. something that I was going through. That was it. But I also see you react to people. Remember the whole, uh, what's that guy again? He ended up attacking me to uh, Shady. You remember that whole situation? He was attacking me for months. I never seen and then that. You, and, then you, and then you became like, like so it, it kind of confused me. That guy what's lied your... about me for months, man. What's what your you angle on these things? Like, the shady guy ended up attacking me because I didn't want to speak to him because I was cool with y'all. He ended up attacking me. Then you have the Philly 48, uh, uh, Johnny, Johnny Mac Man. and them. And, and, and these people that you end up having a dispute or misunderstanding with, right, you end up either rectifying it by a conversation. Did you? Because I control. I'm, I'm like a guy that control everything. Okay. It started spiraling out of my control, and I need to get a grasp back on it. So that's what that was. Respect. I, I like to control everything. Do you, so with him, it was like for months, for months, you ran it on. Did a whole lot of stuff that was like could be considered telling. Did a lot of dry snitching stuff. You did a whole bunch of DMing people about stuff. You weren't supposed to do that. Okay. You know, he did a whole bunch of just telling stuff that was outside of his character. Which I see like now, I see if you're under pressure, I guess that is your character. You know what I'm saying? So it was getting a little too out of hand. You know what I'm saying? When people keep calling me about this guy and this, that, and the third, they saying this. And anybody who know me knowing that, you know, whatever this guy said, 99% of it was a lie. Long as 1% is the truth, then some people will believe it. You only need a little bit of truth with a lot of lie and people will believe it. But that's why I never really argue back because it's like, damn, people who know me know me, they're not going to believe that. But I was getting like, the more he was talking, it was like, damn, people was people start to believe us. So you know, I had to put a joint on it. Plus, you know, it was like, 
certain things that I did, that I did when I did speak, I might have misspoke, so I had to go back and correct that. Just because a nigga a nut don't mean you got to be a nut with him. Do you think you might have jumped out the window? Because when you said it's not his character, he had a, a character of, of being a guy that put in work? No, just, you know, being solid. Everybody put in work in Philadelphia. No, but he was a, he, so, so shady. People really, you know, he got he has a, he had a reputation of solidness. before that. So that's why nobody could really believe the things that he was doing. It's like, yo, is that this guy really on there doing this? But no, that was him. He was live. That was him. He might have been going through something mental. But you did those things. Was he a part of OBH? Was no, he, he was part? never a part of OBH. He wanted to make himself a part of OBH, but I Come never. Come on, stop just, don't stop with the slick. See, there you go again. Like, that's, that's a passive-aggressive slick talk. Did your brother rock with him? Was he a part of the crew? Yes yeah, or no? I mean, he was, he was Moss's friend, so that's what got him accepted. But I never wanted, I always told him. And you see my friends, you see the King Earn. You never hear King Earn say OBH. He's OBH. Never, never, I never. Never. Heard. It's just that people, that's the ulterior motive. They get around me, and you want to be OBH to get close to Ab, because you know Ab is a great guy. You can ask him for anything, he's going to give it but to you. But you did give him credit and say that the shady guy was a solid guy, and then the things that he was doing. Yeah, I mean, everybody is solid. A rat is solid until you. Why you got to. No, because it's oh, the truth. Man. You, you give, are who you, you are. You don't have you can't to do be, that, league. Now, listen, listen, okay, listen. Yeah, yeah. I believe if you 30 years old, right, uh -huh. then you go to jail and be a homosexual, you've been gay. Okay. You've been gay. You can appear solid, and the streets look at you like you solid, but once you flip, all that stuff you did on that internet shows that you, like, was never solid. You just was never put in a situation to show it. That's all. I mean, anybody can hide who they are until they... Have to show. Once stuff become instinctual, that's when you know who they are. Anybody can plan thorough. Oh, I'm gonna do this today. This, I'm gonna seem thorough. I'm gonna get on the internet. I'm gonna do this. This gonna be thorough. When something, boom, happen, then you gotta be instinctual. You gotta show who you really are. And I guess that's what happened. Did you? Did you end up? A, you took some stuff that you said back that you might have stepped over line. Did you? You cleaned it up. Like I might have overspoke or stepped out of line because you just said that a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, because it was some paperwork that I had got, right? You know, the guy went on there and said that it was, uh, you know, he sent me the paperwork, went on live, and explained it. So, of course, I took that and ran with it. Under further investigation, I thought that the paperwork was fake. Under further, further investigation, I watched the interview with the guy that he was running with, the guy Fudd, who he was running with. Mm -hmm. It's three parts to the joint. And the guy fought us, ain't for sure told. He's locked up. Like, they was together. This guy's locked up. Shady's on the streets. I don't know what's going on. He's saying Shady told on him, and he took a deal. I watched that interview. So, it's like it's a whole but, but you lot don't really confusing. Know, but, we, but you don't really I'm know. I'm not digging into that. No I got you. Okay, but then you might have you know jumped, jumped out of line. That's what I'm asking you. I may have. Okay, I cool. may not have. No, but you may have. I said that. Did you and you, you did you and him? I went on. A, I actually went online. I'm pretty sure you seen it and said that I may have. I said that I did, but now I don't really even know if I did. But you. That's why to, I just leave it alone because right, it's too much flippy floppy, and it's like all right, if he told, he could tell over there. Flippy floppy. I'm saying he could tell over there if he told. Who cares? No, man, but he's not but coming the nowhere near me. I ain't coming at, at the same there. time, it should not. It should. Before we put um, jackets on people, we should have the proper uh evidence and if it comes out to be fake paperwork 
the right thing to do is to go up like you did. I did see that you guys went live together and you spoke. Yeah, but then now you're saying that you might have not. So I, I really don't know. And I, yeah, it, I really don't know neither. It's not I a, told it's you not I, I seen an interview where the guy say he told on him. Now, do we know it's true? He didn't provide any paperwork, right? I didn't see it. Okay, cool. I just know the guy for being a stand-up guy. He know the guy for being a stand-up guy, but who knows? Which man? guy is stand-up? They both stand-up. But... Well, after, you can't. You cannot say that after you've seen the internet stuff, the internet rants. No, but wait, no, no, but, no, 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 no. Leak, leak, leak. What? People think King Erna is crazy, but he's one of the most standard people I know. I like him. They think he's okay. crazy. The stuff he said. But saying. if he did, but if you found out now, you saying he stand up today, right? If you found out for the past ten years he been sneaking having sex with homestead, you're not going to continue that statement saying it. No, so I'm I, I, I'm allowed I'm to not. say. That the same thing. No, once you've done it, you did it. He did them things. The internet stuff is just internet stuff, though. It, I don't. I don't take. A- that was real internet stuff. That was a real moment that we've caught. We just happened to catch on live. He just happened to have his live running right. for days. But that was a real moment. Okay. And it might look like a little. It looked like a mental breakdown. To be totally All right. So honest, then we can we can excuse it then. I can't excuse nothing that happened. That's Whether you true. shoot me by accident or shoot me on purpose, you shot me. We can't excuse mental breakdown because a lot of us suffer that in our community. Yeah, but everything, all, all, all actions, not judged by intentions. If you have somebody lying on you, saying these things and, and, and questioning the integrity of your character, it can tend to cause a sort of breakdown. No, no, no. That was before any rat stuff. Oh, this came. okay, okay, okay. Right, that so was let's move before. On. The rat stuff came after. But you got to understand, there was a whole lot of DMs. There's a whole lot of talking. Like, all right, you a rapper, flip. Mm-hmm. You like, yeah, I sold bricks back in '96, or Gone gave me this or that, 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 and I hung with you, right? It's not true until I make it true. All that stuff is just rap, is just entertainment. But if I get on the internet and say, "Man, Flip said he got a brick from G Money two weeks ago," I know he, that he's telling on himself. That's pointing. That's that's telling. That's telling. If I'm close to you, saying pointing out stuff in your rap, yo, he said this. That's telling. Nobody knew it was a fact until you said it. I understand. Because uh, you was close and you know certain things. That's what people thinking in their head. Oh, he was close. He knows certain things. So if he's saying that that's telling, that means that that happened. He started that whole AR app telling on himself thing. It was entertainment before he started. They believed the stuff to be true because he said it and he used to be around. So that's, that's how it started with Shady Guy. Shady was saying that AR app told on himself. Yeah, he was pointing little things out, but it was like, why are you making these entertainment things true? It was entertainment until you made it true. Oh, I see how you see it. Okay. I got it. I put it together. So, you know, that that could not that may have not been his intentions, but it's still, in your opinion, is cause and effect. This still can have an effect oh, on I feel like we on. old enough to like not make them them mistakes you see what i'm saying there's certain mistakes we old enough not to make like you'll never see me do no stuff like that okay i did plenty of interviews you'll never see me slip up and tell on myself or slip up and but if your brother if you're not disrespectful ad was saying things in in music purely entertainment okay respect um Johnny Mac and them, how's everything with them? I see that, you know, shout out to them. Johnny Mac is, you know, Johnny Mac is my guy, man. You know, he went through his little little thing. He he, he a guy that got a great heart, and he's trying to do great things. Mm-hmm. But Philly is Philly, and he let people take him off his square a lot of times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's, 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 
that's just it for him. But he got good intentions. Okay. <laughs> and I think he's gonna do some big things in Philly. And, and his brand is Philly Forty Eight, right? First Philly. Yeah, Philly First Forty Eight. Shout Philly, out Johnny. Shout, Mac. shout out to Johnny Mac. Um, talk to us about. I'm gonna let G, you know, not let. I want G to 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 to, to head spear because you know he got he got this new movement he's doing. I see him. That's later. Huh? Oh yeah, I see I see him organizing this. Yeah, I know I know I saw it. I, I, saw nothing, it. I saw I just saw your movement, bro. You know nothing. He's trying to sneak it through stage. I saw that. <laughs> I just saw it was lit. Um, music. Let's get into music. What's going on with the music? Well, he just dropped a, uh, a mixtape like two weeks ago, OBA to nothing. It's like a couple, a couple of the uh, original OBA members got together. We got so much music, man. We just get together like two or three times a week and just record. And just start putting it out. So OBA to nothing is the first, that's the first installment of the OBA to nothing series. So we gonna, we just dropped that like two weeks, it's nine tracks. Featuring like uh, Pretty Flock, OBH Razor, OBH Birdo, uh, OBH Baby. Who else, Flock? That's it. Um, C Dot. C Dot. Yeah, OBH C Dot. Shout out to No Frills on That's the That's it, yeah. No Frills. Swag, um, Swag 100. Yeah. That's about it. Oh, and um, yeah, right before that, I had dropped a. Uh, it's like a freestyle mixtape, but I dropped it straight to my website. I'm going to drop it on iTunes in like another week. I got to let the money slow down. But <laughs> I'm going to drop it on iTunes in like another week, though, once it slow down. Yeah, hey, pretty flock. So let me teach you something, man. You see, when you're on camera and stuff like that, you put the, you put the, you got this phone binging. We let you slide four times. Now I'm going to get at you. Now I'm, yeah, this is the flip you wanted. Now I'm going to get at you, you see? Now I'm saying, you got my man up here. You're letting it ring. You're, you're sitting there. We, we got pretty flock on, on the couch. You went all white, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you stick out like a sore thumb. Put the phone down. Stay focused. Yes, sir, flip. Oh, see, now you, <laughs> yeah, you keep him calm. Yeah, you yeah. 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 uh, Flip, but you're a lot nicer than what I thought, man. I thought Flip was going to jump out of the, jump out the closet with a cat with, with a with a clown suit on, oh, jump on a nigga no, back. No, and, no, nah, no. see, this this, yeah. this the problem now we having with some guests like the part. <laughs> They don't want to come to the show because they think they're gonna come up here and get that flip. But we, you know, it's different up here, man. So you know, yeah. the rest of y'all that's tuned in, man, it's it's, it's okay. It's the, just cool, it's you know, the it's cool. Chili flip. Come through. Ain't nobody, ain't ain't nobody cool belly to belly <laughs> suplex flipping nothing and getting back right. Did they? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah. if, if I get belly to belly, I, I, I'm a type of person. I I have to get revenge back. Right. <laughs> if I have to sneak you, I'm, if you bigger than me, I have to get revenge. I, I can get it. But these guys are strong out here, but I have to get revenge. I have to. Flip, um, you act like we don't know who you is. Flip, we know you, that you used to protect people back in the day. I did. Like, you're not this, you know, podcasters like, oh, I was never in the streets. Flip, you used to protect people back in the day. I did. I we knew this. We never had this conversation, did we? No. You didn't know I knew these things, did you? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. I do my homework just as well as you do yours. See what I'm saying? But don't, uh, don't, don't do <laughs> that. You should ignite holding them off no, the Eiffel Tower, man. Don't do that to me, Lee. Don't, don't bring, don't bring. Let, let, listen, let, 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 me, let me just say this real quick, though. I, I'm, I'm going to skip past that. I want to I, I say this, though. I think that, um, first and foremost, I would love to talk to AR app. You know what I mean? If you could definitely set that up and see if that he'll be interested to talk. It's like, you know, just want to ask him a couple of things. Um, um, I think I want to shine light on the positive. Stuff that you know, um, I know he got cut in the head in jail, or right? It was a head or something. Yeah, it was 
was like, oh, this nigga got ran past and, and uh, he was on the phone, got ran past and just like did a little quick. He's like trying to slice a lot of people. He was going crazy. It was a mental thing with him. He's screaming. People was trying to take his daughter. Like that's what he was screaming. Somebody did something to his daughter and he just went crazy. And it ended up being all right, right? I know for a while. Yeah, like, yeah, it was a scratch. Um, I just want to say, man, you know, you and and Erna and, and, you know, you guys in Philly, you know, you've been showing me a lot of love and I appreciate it. I consider you guys my family. Likewise. I appreciate your patience. I appreciate who you are. I appreciate what you do. And, and, and it means a lot. You know what I'm saying? I consider you guys my that. friends. Um, if I, when I go to Philly, I'm coming out there Hang out with you guys because of the love, you know, is, is 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 unmatched. And I didn't really think you guys knew anything about me, but you just you didn't treat me. You see, a lot of people treat, you know, try to. I control my environment. Let me say that. But a lot of people try to approach it. Oh, this guy's a skit guy, but I'm really I'm really a human being with, with with feelings and emotions that that move and think a certain way. Not saying, you know, I, I took a lot of things and had my fair shares of losses. But I stand up as a man. This is why I'm able to move how I move in the position with the people that I move around with. With that being said, you guys have accepted me and showed me love, and it, it, it means a lot to me. So anything that I can do to promote, I will. You know what I mean? I think you're a talented guy. Appreciate it. I know that. sometimes I see, you know, I, I, I do wish that things would be, you know, different um, because I think that we need to highlight the talent more. You know what I mean? But... A lot of times we highlight the negativity. Man, that's what and, um, But you, you are talented, and, and, and I remember you did a whole, like a mini movie that was that was fire, and, and, and it just needed to be highlighted. Right. And I am, I am going to, you know, put in the description the, the mixtapes and stuff, and I think it needs to be highlighted and, and, and shown love to. And I appreciate you man, being I my friend. That, you know what I'm saying? I know you're not an emotional mm-hmm. guy, but I just want to say that you're my man. I really am emotional. I'm a cancer. Yeah, well, you're not really a because you're not gonna show me that. You were your flip, you know, I flip. I cried on I cried on the interview before, man. What yeah. you the Philly Fame interview. She started talking about my parents. You know, I lost both of them. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, I dropped a few tears. I dropped a tear too. I got your fingers here. Couldn't help yeah. it. So, you know, is there anything that you is there anything that and I just wanna give you that, you so and Erna. I know a lot of people don't like that, but you guys are my friends. Period. And likewise, man. Nobody can tell me anything about Erna. Like, I didn't call her on the phone, man. Try to get him on the phone, and he was uh, got what he was doing. He told me I kept trying to call him. He's like, man, come on, flip. But we always calm down and laugh. That's my man. No, I gotta do a joint with Johnny Mac now. You know they hate when I come up here. Now yeah. I gotta go do a joint yeah. with Johnny Mac. There you Mac go, tomorrow. that's my man. Circle <laughs> Isle podcast coming soon. Triangle Trust. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I like this guy. Hey, yo, do me a favor. Can, can Ernest sit there for two seconds? Can I get Ernest here, please? Come on, his. And then, and then I'm gonna just gotta sit in the middle, please. Just, just, just. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's sit there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, sit in the middle. That's, oh, your, that's your phone. Yeah, I think you left your phone yeah. back there flat. Yeah. King Erna. <laughs> Pull the mic close. Pull the mic close. <laughs> the Honorable. Are we kindish? How you oh, doing? <laughs> Good seeing you, man. I ain't making no noise, you hear me? Congratulations, you got, a, you got a new bundle of joy coming? Yeah, I got a little boy on the way, man. I'm happy about that. Another king, man. You know what I'm saying? How many children do you have? I have four boys, one girl, and I'm about to have another boy, so that'd be five boys, one girl. There was a story you told me that I always thought was fascinating. Excuse mm-hmm. me, you know, we had three hours with you, okay? Mm-hmm. So, man, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I know you love it. 
your son, you never really talked about it last time because we found out after, but you, you had an older son that you met later on. Exactly. Like what, what, two years ago you met him? Yeah, about two, three years ago now. Yeah. How, how, did that, how did that happen? Um, well, it's, that's deep, man. It's real deep. I don't want to go too far in that because Respect. it'll put a lot of people in a bad position where they might have a bad taste in my mouth. And, you know, my son, he's really into the football. Right now he's over at the um, NFL alumni. You know, he's doing some big things. So I try to keep him where he is at because so, he's like me. That's the crazy part. Just to touch base and not go too far into it, right? He's exactly like me, looks exactly like me, and he's been through a lot in life. Actually been shot in his head and everything. Yes. Shot true. in his head and never made no mistakes of pointing fingers. You know what I'm saying? Because we in the stop recycling crime. If you can't see what happened to you, you always keep your mouth shut. And I wasn't there to have to walk him through that. That's the good in him, and he's still not in the streets. You see what I'm saying? So it shows that some youngins, you know, they're, they're raised correctly by their parents. His mother, his grandmother, they told him the, the, the correct thing in life. And the correct thing in life is kill them type of people with success. You know what I'm saying? People that come at you violently or do negative things to you and you're a civilian, you kill them with success because you could bury them a lot. But a lot of times, even a person that's doing something negative in the streets, something wrong is going to happen to that person from the streets. Because, you know, usually whatever you're a part of, it's going to come back to you. But, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my favorite, man. You I know, my it. daughter, my favorite, but he's my saying. favorite, too. I mean, but, but, uh, then I have to get at you. Your favorite, you just you just met him a couple of two years ago, so he, and yeah. he just moved up the yeah, line? Yeah, but you know that like, his honor is so intact. When your honor is there, it's like that's a natural inkling. That's like a child missing a father. I mean, a, a child missing a mother. You know, born by the mother in the hospital. Got baby it. get taken from him. It's like they see each other fifty years from now. The honor is there. You know what I'm saying? You know, one thing I wanted to ask you that I, I found. I don't know if you ever talked about it, mm -hmm. but and I don't. Let me know if you want to move on. Right. You had a, a pill issue at one point in, in, your, in your life. Did you ever talk about that? Like pills, what I mean? like you, Oh, you, like the, with the juice and the, the, the pills? No, 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 what? no. Like no, pills, no. you said, like popping pills, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, did. Juice, you got to know what juice is. Juice oh, is syrup. I, th I, well, I thought you were talking about juice and it's fall. No, juice and, yeah, no, I had a serious. steroids. I had a serious pill problem um, from the age of 11, honestly. Really? Yeah, I went away. You know, back in the day, our city is based off of uh, people taking... Xanexes and shit like that, like down drugs, like, like down downer drugs. Mm -hmm. So, me, I had my ankle was twisted, banged up, right? I'm in the hospital, I get a surgery, they say they put this block on your leg. Now the block that they put on your leg, it stops you from feeling any type of pain when they go deep surgery wise. It's not a regular numbness. So off of it, you like, man, listen, I'm cool. But when that joint wear off, it's pain. And in my city, you know, the medication is the doc. It's a lot of good doctors that really know that people can get on pain meds and get off. The way I got off was by weaning off of them, though. Weaning off of them is like taking something lesser. So I had a good doctor where the doctor said, you know what? Listen, you want to get off this medication? Because some people will stay on the medication. The pain really hurt them. If you don't want to be on the medication, this is what we'll do. We'll wean you down. And, I, and I'm telling a lot of y'all, that's the best way to do it. All of going to get the other drugs, taking the Suboxone, taking the methadone and all that, all that do is give you an appetite
for another addiction. Mm -hmm. And they don't tell you that. So what ends up happening is you become addicted to another drug just to get off another drug. You see what I'm saying? I understand. So it's predominantly across the world now. But in my time period coming up, that was like the number one thing, pills. Got it. Pills was like, you see, who was that? Uh, I'm going to name a famous person that died from pills. And he, uh, what's his name? Mac Miller. Tennessee. No. Juice World. It was, it, Juice it was a racist guy. What Elvis? was his name? Elvis. Elvis was taking Vicodin. Now, Vicodin is like a cheap drug compared to oxycodone. But he took him to, he killed himself because once you get on him, you can become, your body become dependent, dependent. on him. Immune. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Were, were you ever on pills at one point in your life? No, I was never addicted to him. He never took pills in his life, even when I was hurt. When I, I got in my car accident. Give them to him. He'd be like, they no, you're trying. in pain? No, I'm cool. Yeah, they was trying to give them to me when I got when I got my car accident. I told them I can't do that. Is, is it a, is a big, and I, and I wanted to touch and I'm happy, with it's a big thing in Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a guy that's on my platform, Flip the Network, uh, King Me Now. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me that pills was a big thing, but he had to take something else, the, the Suboxone things, to get off of it and stuff like that, but it made him go into something else. And yeah. shout out to King Me Now. I, I, I feel like, is it that big? Is it is the is the pill pandemic? And oh, B McFly also, mm-hmm. guy named B McFly. He talks about the the epidemic. I mean, I think he was he was addicted. He addicted, was and a, he got uh, off. Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I mean? it, so it, it, it was. Is it that bad in the city? Or well, is, I'm gonna say this. I just want to know if it's that bad. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you, man. It's that. It is that bad. But honestly. I don't think so. You know what I think the problem is? You always ask that. No, you know, I got to keep it a stack. No, but but when you hear this, a Philadelphia going to understand where I'm coming from. Bro, people were not staying on Percocet. Some of these people that were addicted, they went to heroin. I'm not knocking nobody. But once you cross over, it's a different level, a different step. So they say it's the cousin to it. They say like the pills and the syrup is the cousin or the brother to the heroin. You see what I'm saying? So if you pop... So if you popping perks and you're doing that, right, and you know what that do to your body, imagine what the dope would do to you. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not looking down on people, but come on, you got to stand with some sturdiness. I don't see too many dope fiends. No, I don't see too many dope fiends lasting. They really in the middle of Kensington, man. They really tore up. Like my mother died. A lot of people don't know this. My mom died from somebody giving us some fake shit. And my mom don't even take pills. But at the end of the day, it was fentanyl in there. So when you look at it, the doctors are giving something, giving you something that's safe. It's us becoming individuals who indulge in a drug to the point where we go somewhere else with it. So most dope things, they end up going out a lot longer or, me, or even lasting a lot longer because a lot of them like to get the heavy drug, the bigger nod. But at the end of the day, that's what's really killing a lot of people, man. That Fetty Wap, they're creating it somehow. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I ain't been in the streets in years. But whatever it is, man, y'all need to stop it with that because y'all killing innocent people, man. And I'm, I'm not going to lie to nobody here. And I ain't making no statements. But I find out somebody done something to somebody I love. I'm going to figure out how I snatch their honor in a positive way without sending them to jail. Maybe sitting down having an honorable conversation with them, you know. Something that gives them an understanding you cannot do that again.
Why do you keep posting this video? Not keep posting. I saw the video where a guy came outside and talked to you. You told him step back a little bit. Do you know that? On the internet. That was like a, a Rizat lover. Well. It was a rat lover. People got mad at you because, well, let's talk about this, and, and you hear leak. People were mad at you, too, for being cool with Flip because they considered me. You know, I had to get mad at Rock. Oh, yeah, Your man, yeah, Rock, I was. I, was yeah, a, yeah, I, I spoke yeah. to Rock. Rock kept going. I called Erna. They would tell Rock right. chill because he would write that. I didn't understand his angle. It would be too loosely. It was funny at first. Now you stop and free him. I think he's currently incarcerated, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, free, yeah. free Rock. Free Rock, man. So, so people would say that to y'all. Like, Flip is a rat lover. So what made him a rat lover and what exempted from me? I'm going to tell you exactly what exempt you. What exempt you is your job. You're doing a job. You can interview whoever you want to interview it's nothing that said once you become a meteorologist meteorologist you have a job to do whoever come through this door needs to be interviewed you're not having dinner with these people see what I'm saying you're not building trying to build a bond forge a friendship with these guys you're interviewing them that's the difference what made that guy a rat lover? That guy you were talking to outside because it, 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 I saw that video again. Other than oh, like, well, then, then, like, I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna get. Why you keep putting that guy on blast like that, man? I know a lot of people like be watching that joint. Like, why Ernie keep posting this joint? Listen, I happen to be going into a store. This he stops me and says, "Yo, you King Ernie boy." I get that a lot. You know, I had to learn how to deal with it because a lot of the, most of the people that stop me are usually people that's really from the street. Like, that's really. You know, they got, they got the honor in them. So I didn't know his angle. So I'm like, what's up? He's like, listen, man, there's a guy who I know you know. I was managing. I, I was his manager. Is he a Rizat? Because I know he is, but I just wanted to ask from you. And I said, you, you know this individual, right? And you mean to tell me you're coming to me for what type of confirmation? And at a time, Lee could tell you, I used to get tricked with that. You know how, because I love the energy of dishonoring a rat. The reason why is because nobody cares about the individual who's in prison that, that's missing their family and their kids, you know what I'm saying? So when he done that, I said, you know what I'm going to do for him? I'm going to let him tell the world what he already know. And he wasn't man enough to do it, man. So, you know, he kept on speaking. He kept speaking on it. And when he kept speaking on it, I got to the point where it was like, I don't want to conversate about it anymore. And that was it. And the way he was looking at me, the reason why I was really saying I'm all these, because I was letting him know if he had a problem with me, instead of taking his life with most people would think of individuals such as myself that been involved in crime, I just would have beat him up real well. And I felt like at the time, the way he was looking at me and looking at the person that he thought was with me as if we were coming to harm him or were going to do something physical to him that he couldn't handle. Got it. So I just wanted to let him know, like, I'm all these, you know what I'm saying? And we can get there. That was it. So but, why you told him to step back? You felt like he was being a little bit too close to you? Like, you felt like... No, I felt like after I said to you, when I said to him, I'm done with the conversation, I'm wrapped out, I felt like there was really no more conversation, but we were on camera. You know what I mean? Had we not been on camera, I probably would have offered him to a fight. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, 
if you, it, 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 there was no reason to ask me about your friend, and that's what he mean by backdoor in Philly. These individuals, they'll run around with people that they know that's no good mm-hmm. about the dollar, mm-hmm. just about the cash, to pay a bill. But when them indictments come, oh my goodness, I didn't know this was my friend. This was a, this, 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 he, he told on me. You know what they do? Because they already made it fair semen, they end up telling. So, and, and I wanted to say something, Flip, real quick. I get tired of people saying, you're telling people not to snitch. I'm not speaking to the civilians when I'm speaking. I'm speaking it to criminals mm-hmm. who are, because many times I never even fought that back. I always would let people just talk. Oh, you saying stop snitching. You, you, you're telling the civilians. I never said for the civilians not to be civilians. I'd rather them, you know, rebuild their village, like my man got his shirt on the rebuild. We're, we're going to talk to him in a little bit. I'd rather them rebuild a village, right, opposed to them turning them over to a village that don't have nothing to do with us, and that's the police. Stop oh, oh, older people. Get with the people that you know are respectable in your community that's on your block, and you know what you do? You kindly go up to them and ask them, can you please help me because I don't want to be harmed. I don't want nothing negative going on in front of my house. Please help me help everyone stay from in front of my home. Or if you, you drop something, pick it up. You're not selling drugs. It's a nice day. You're standing in front of somebody's house. Make sure they're cool with it, man. Don't disrespect the civilians because they got nothing to do with, with the crime, with what's going on in the streets. Although I'm not a part of the streets, I still understood and was a part of that at a time. So instead of me being a part of it and doing the negativity, I can go to the people who are doing the negativity and say, yo, that ain't mannerable, man. Love your neighbor, man. Go ahead and respect them. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, they're going to always look at what I say this, the way I say it because they're thinking that I'm talking about snitches. Hey, the old lady, just somebody tried to rob her. She got on the stand and booked him in. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about that rat that got on the stand and booked his friends that he created the crime with. They create the crime, bro. Come on, man. That shit hurts my heart. They create the crime. How you able to create the crime, give everybody a job as a criminal, right? And then turn around and be like, oh, you know what, Your Honor? They done this, they done that. But you manipulated it. And you get a chance to go home and everybody's again. Huh? Go home to do it again. And do it again. They recycle the crime. That's what I'm coming from when I'm coming like that. But it was so, so, I was caught up in the moment of just being able to really shun a rat without having to be violent. Because in my era, that's, we grew up on that. We didn't grow up on, hey, it's, everything is cool. No, 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 we grew up, snitches get stitches, correct, right or wrong. But let's make sure the right snitches get the right stitches, not the snitches who are protecting their life because you can't even look at them as a snitch. They are individuals that are speaking up for themselves and trying to have their community clean. Don't bring that to them, bottom line, and that's how I'm moving, man. You can't get mad at the old lady who looking out her window and see somebody get killed and they knock on her door and ask her what happened and she tell them. Yes, you can. You can. Yes, you can. Cause she can mind her business. But at the same time, you everybody taught to mind their business. I'm pretty sure her parents told her to mind her business. That's the yeah, difference. A, that's that's what we too. defer. That's what we defer. She I'm I'm a hundred percent against 
you being nosy and then telling. That's why I was saying. Because you can mind your business. Well, now, if somebody do something to you, if somebody did something to the old lady, then of course, I'm not I'm nothing. I'm not against her. What is? What else is she going to do? That's what she's supposed to do. Correct. I rephrase that. My thing I, I, is, I, I you don't know also. what happened. This guy, I could have caught this guy raping a girl around the corner. I caught him in front of your house and killed him. You don't know what happened. Mind your business, man. So what if, let's put the shoe on the other foot. What if something happened to somebody that you cared about? Wouldn't you still want to utilize that lady to come and let you know what's going on? So you can let find me out know. I'm not the police. Got it. Okay. And, th- and that's what we got to understand. Like the police started off who? As a Ku Klux Klan. They whole system, the slavery thing. So why turn your people over to the oppression? Come on, you can go ahead and fix it yourself. When we talk about guys like Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, right? You know what was the difference than them and the activists of this time? They had they could have just they they could have done just as much media and press as anybody, more than anybody, because it wasn't a lot of them at that time. They never saw it. Notice they never saw it that. You never seen Martin jumping in front of Cam Hole, get my man, and let's do this. <laughs> These guys are really selling our children out because as soon as they get the bag, guess what a lot of them do? They go into the entertainment thing, and they say, never mind on the kids. Who cares? <laughs> and guess what they're going to be real quick? That reminds that, chi- that, reminds that child of things that already happened in their childhood that is traumatic because they looking up to you. So once you get the bag and then you roll, that's a problem. I'm not against people getting nonprofits that do the right thing. I'm not seeking to do the nonprofit because you know why? When I give it the way I give, I'm able to give it. When I'm looking for someone to give me something bigger than what I actually have, then what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to have. Robin Hood ain't do it like that. He went and took it, man. I'm going to take it legally. I'm in. So before we wrap it up, you know, uh-huh. definitely, I want you to introduce your man right here. That's, okay. That's next to you. This this my man, Mustafa. Mm-hmm. Mustafa, uh, we, he's like the first person. He is the first person that told me. He called me one day. I came home 2010. And I was running around, man. I was acting crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, but I wasn't too crazy, but it was like you could see I was like an inch away from there. He was like, How would you like to do the promotion for my record label, QSC, Quiet Storm Entertainment? I said, Man, that sounds beautiful. And, you know, I got on board. Uh, we started moving around, doing the DVDs. He had a few artists that was in the mix. They was cool or whatever the case to a certain extent. He went to jail. And you know how when that's like Flip go to jail right now, and I'm gonna say, cause she probably, she just started working, right? And you leave the business to her. It's like, it just flops, you know what I'm saying? I put it on my back so hard, like you can go on, uh, no, not to say that you would be, you know what I mean, I'm just saying, but experience will help you better in a lot of different things. And a lot of people was like, I feel like they made promises that they couldn't keep their promises. And the strength that I am as a man, I'm going to make sure I turn on it, but I had a family also. So at the end of the day, it's like, sometimes it's like, what's more important? Family or what's going on? And the nonsense that they was bringing and the negativity that they was bringing, saying that I was running a joint like a Suge Knight joint, it was like, 
maybe I shouldn't be a part of it until he's back. And when he came back, you know, we was distant for a little while, but at the end of the day, you know, he understand and understood at that time, damn, at the end of the day, this brother come forth and he was done what he could do. But getting in Choir Storm Entertainment gave me that ability to be able to speak to people because the camera and all that, I was shy. And when he introduced me to Fat Boy, he, introduced me, he was the one that introduced me to Ab. It was like a lot of people. I heard Skinny say that on an interview. Yo, man, when I first heard Ab, it was like, man, who this boy? And my younger used to always say, listen to this boy, man. I used to be like, man, I, I, AR who, man? You better tell him who I am. And he, I, I never saw him or was around him. And then when Moo got me around him and we was kicking it, it was like the purest of honor. It was like we was of the same kind, you know what I'm saying? So, and, but our relationship wasn't fake. Fat Boy would tell you, we kicked it. He would always call me, yo, bro, let's go. We, we, we run around different states as a group on support, though. Not on the street or negative. I don't know that part of Fat Boy. I don't know that part of Ab, if that was, if that was a part, ever. I don't know, because for me to know that, that means I would have to be participating in something. And I've never seen that man with a drug. And I can say that to you. I've never seen him do none of that. I've seen him ask and show people, hey, I'll help you when he get his feature money. I've seen him tell me a few times, hey, listen, go ahead, you keep the bigger end and give me the couple thousand on a uh, feature, bro. He done done that several times with me. You know what I'm saying? Moss. This is before even, like, ever saying, look, you want to do some business or whatever? No, catch your urn. And I always kept that urn respectable. And everybody used to always tell me about leak. When y'all meet each other, man, it's going to be, ah, Y'all the same kind of guys. And from QSC to being around Leak and being around Fat Bull, I learned what brotherhood is, what true brotherhood is. I never considered that. I never ran around, I ran around nowhere, nowhere in this city with a group of guys except for Moss. No. I never did. And the negativity that I see on, online, it'd be like people don't have respect for people's families. That's why when everybody was going crazy with Ab name, like, why are they doing that? I wouldn't have been able to sleep at night knowing that I'm making money off somebody's name and I can't even send them a coin. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and that bothered me, but at the end of the day, sometimes we got to hold our own. And I could sit up here and say who I do this for, who I do that for, but that ain't really my character. My character is not based off what I do. People use what they do for people as a weapon. I don't do that. I use what I do for people as love, as care, I feel good about it. Even if I, even if I wanted to do bad by an individual that I love, I couldn't. But you know, the back door is crazy in the city, like Ma say. So I keep it like small circle, tight, tight. Like you know how John Gotti used to say, "Tight, you from Queens, you should know." Tight, can't be no tight. You know what I mean? So just give us a little rundown of what it is. I mean, we have a mic there, so we can hear you. Just, just now, you can just talk. No, nah, there's a mic. On. You can just. Uncle, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you clear. Yeah, right. we have. You see that? You see that thing on the floor? It's an yeah, Omni yeah, mic. Yeah, yeah, so we can hear you. You just, just talk. Mic there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, tell name. us about the movement and everything. Real quick. No, no, no. You can sit right there. I'm just telling you that. Feel, just feel comfortable talking because the mic is there. It's gonna pick you up. Don't worry, it's gonna pick you up. That's what I meant. Thank you. Okay. You can't help me earlier. I did. Thank you, yeah, bro. All right, no, um, like Hodge was saying, 
or earn as y'all call it. Uh, Quiet Storm Entertainment. Um, Two year, two thousand nine. I think I started that. Mm-hmm. Independent record label, Philadelphia Uptown Park. Got to start with a partner of mine. Didn't work out with my partner, so I took control, and he came home. Brother Ernest, y'all call him now. Came home from doing a federal violation. And I pulled him in. I said, well, come on, man, take a ride with me. Let's, you know, let's see what's going on, man. Introduce to a few people. And he said, man, I got some cameras. I was like, you got some cameras? And he brought these cameras in from his grandfather. And I was like, bro, they old as shit, man. You serious? <laughs> and we got a little joke out of that. But I said, no, we got some state-of-the-art shit. Come on. You know, our grandfather's an old, old, old now. Mm-hmm. That's the wrong now. That was a cannon. That, uh, that, that wasn't a cannon. That was a movie joint. Yeah, I grabbed. I want to grab a bunch of cameras. Yeah, okay. I want to grab a bunch of cameras and a bunch of green screens. Go ahead. And here we go now. But to back up a little bit, AR Ave. I met this way. Pretty this way. Flock. Me and Flock come in. Also. Still here. Look. Flock. <laughs> we, we met. We met through. We it's met. for everything. Program, and everything. Okay. and everything that you got going on with the program. No, 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 hold on. Yeah, 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 and seven still trying to figure it out. Going back in those before, you know, and Ab and Cash got the situation. Uh, after that, Flock, Nico, we call him. Flock, Ab, all of us. We stayed all right after Cassie days. As you can probably see from one, you ain't never showing a DVD. Oh, I joined? No, no, no. It's all online. Real seen it, you know. It was Cassie. We we added an interview about Cassie, how Cassie was treating and things like that. And basically everybody. So we we pretty much left Cass alone. Ab did his thing. Erna ended up being really his favorite interviewer. That's how he really got on. He said, Moo, I don't want nobody interviewing me but high. Ernest, bring Hodge. I don't want nobody interviewing him. He, he know how to get the questions out of me. So I said, all right, cool. So that was his niche. And like he said, I went to prison. I think I did uh, two to five. He was, I was ignorant to the game. I was learning as I was going along. I didn't realize spread money wasn't the way to do it. They respect. They respect violence, they respect, you know, the bullshit. So I got that late, and I, think I got that right before I went in. And I learned more in those couple months with Erner than I did the whole four years I had the company. Uh, came home, I left too much on him at the end of the day. He couldn't handle it. You know, a company that was going up, I had to, we had to shut things down, basically. Came home. Uh, I started to rebuild the Village Foundation, which is 
for at-risk youth. I mentor at-risk youth. Um, I do more than mentor. We, I'm really hands-on with them. Uh, once I, I take a kid on, it's more so I'm dealing with the household, the kid, the school, the probation officer, and it goes on like that. Hopefully, I'm, I hope to be starting the Youth Study Center and Philly has the juvenile uh, hold place, like county jail for the juvenile. Um, I just met little Dirk Dagny last week with the Shy Podcast. Uh, they doing some positive things too. Um, but that's, you know, we're re stopping recycling crime. This is where we come in at. Uh, rebuilding the Village Foundation. My, one of my goals is to get houses throughout the city of Philly and the area and safety hubs. Kids can come there. Free haircuts, computer rooms, homework labs, uh, gaming rooms, clothes that we getting donations. Nice. So kids can go to school and not be feeling embarrassed because they got holes in their, you know, slacks or, or, or no haircuts. And, you know, we're doing a lot of other things. You're really trying to change the mentality in Philly because Philly has become a city of followers. When we weren't, when we once was leaders, mm. Philly is a trend-setting town. I don't even know if you know this, Flip. Early hip-hop days, MC Shane, Queens. Roxanne Shantae. Queens. Got this start where? In Philly on Pop Art. You didn't know that, did you? I didn't know. MC Shane also, yeah. So Queensbridge, MC Shane, started out in Philly. So we basically like pioneered rap for Queens. Yeah, we pretty much put Queens on the map. <laughs> and yeah, I was just... Wow. I was just trying to clarify yeah, that. Yeah, gee, don't let me say that. But gee. you know, I'm just talking on my borough like that. Yeah, don't talk talk about queens like that. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing no, it for a long time before just, that, man. <laughs> Shout to Philly though. Thanks, man. We can go on today, man, about the history of Philly, but honestly, we trying to get the mentality of the kids and youth change, man. So if any youth right now in Philly that's tuned in, or anybody who have who have kids, of, you know, in Philly, nieces, nephews, sons, daughters, and they're at risk youth. At, at risk youth, how do they contact you to you know to, for for your assistance? I like actually that? started the first uh, anti-violence hotline. Also, yeah, that's what I was about to say. You ain't telling about the hotline. They got yeah, a phone. Hotline, you can call hotline. Honorable. did start a hot anti-violence hotline. Um, Osama been stacking one of the young boys that, that's holding it down on mm. the rap side in Philly, along with Leek and the other guys. We started a hotline due to the lack of funding. The hotline got shut down. However, we will be doing it with personal funding starting December first again. Okay. So how do they contact you right? At, you know, uh, and trying to December first. Foundation. I was at Haddington. Anybody from Philly know Haddington Recreation Center? Uh, unfortunately, it was the site of a mass shooting recently. Mm -hmm. Nine people got shot there. Prior to that happening, I'm proud to say I was there for three years and we never had one incident. So rebuilding the Village Foundation, I'm looking for. Why are you looking for? You say you information. I don't. The rebuilding the Village Foundation. Gram. Okay. Gram. Yeah, Instagram. Instagram. The rebuilding the Village Foundation. Facebook. Anything. Anything they gotta do. You got rebuild the um, Village Foundation on Instagram. You got um, on, on um, YouTube. Rebuild the Village Foundation. Right. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. 
Hey, hey, Flip, I wanted to ask you something before y'all, you know, before we cut it off, right? What kind of, like, you know, when you're dealing with us kind of guys, right? This is being serious, right? What's the fee? I know the, the hell you didn't court probably about doing an interview with King Gurner or Leek Moss, like these type of guys. Like, they love we got we to gotta give you flowers, man, because not too many, the dudes that's right there, they're not going to mention a King Gurner. They're going to mention every other name that comes around. They're not going to mention a Leek Moss. They're going to make sure I watch their vlogs strategically. No, really. It's like they all got together and said, look, speak like him a little bit, right? Like Charleston, he took my whole joint, right? He took the whole thing that I do and made himself a rat. <laughs> no, look at it. You got to look at the things he do. And if I be looking at it, and, and I, I'm not mad at it. I be laughing because these are the same guys who hate us. Academics. He set up there the whole lingo to the point when they get to the word honor, they'll be like, uh, 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 some integrity. You see what I'm saying? So for you to do that, man, I gotta say we love you, we honor you, because not only for are sure. you, not only are you putting us in an honorable position. You letting the people see the good in us. We could have came up here and talked about our crimes, shootings, negative stuff that we've done as babies, that we've done time for. But we never brought that energy, and you always respected us no matter what the people put on us, no matter the tags. So I want to say, man, I love y'all for that. G-Money, Queens Flip, especially my guy JR, and y'all staff, man. Y'all got nothing but honor in y'all things. I get y'all y'all flowers a day because... Ain't nobody gonna mention our kind or give our kind a chance. So we, we salute y'all. You hear me? And Philly, if y'all got some honor, y'all better salute it. Worldwide, Baltimore too. You hear me? Thank Who done you. that? Who give? I snatch John. I'm giving up flowers today. You hear me? Flowers. <laughs> All right. Give us social media so we can get about here. It's over three hours, man. Leak Moss underscore BHGG on everything. Rebuilding the Village Foundation. Period. Everything. King Erna official page, and I got another one at Stop Recycling Crime, King Erna. OBH pretty flat, man. Straight through. OBH pretty flat, everything. Thank you. Shout out to y'all. I'm full one time, man. Free rock. Free the honorable rock. You guys. Free the men. Yeah, man. I thought we were going to be here till 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm about to say, we got to order some food or something, man. Give me a little sandwich if you're going to be here any any longer. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Philly, though. Philly's always... You know, I always like the Philly man, guests when they come in. Chilling, man. man, having the ball. Man. You know, I, Philly, Harlem. I like, you know, what I'm saying. Anyway, um, make sure you follow the pages, man. At DJG Money Official, at Queens Flip with a Z, at Flip the Script Pod on Instagram and TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Uh, dope episode. Shout out to the homies in the building, man. You know the honorable, the honorable homies in the building, man. Appreciate y'all. Pure Appreciate them. <clears throat> it's Queens Flip. Uh, dope episode. Um, shout out to my friends. Consider them friends, man. Of, you know, brotherly love, and I'll be there. Um, they said they're gonna pull the red carpet out. You know, I'll wait and with see. The party bus, Flip. We told you. Yeah, right. yeah, with a party bus. All right, don't interrupt me. My, my, my exit, man. <laughs> hey, what's up with you, Pretty Flock? Nah, man. Listen, listen. Shout out to Leek Moore. Shout out to King Shout out to Pretty Flock. Nice. Shout out to my man. I appreciate you, Moose. Mustafa. Mustafa. Yeah. Shout out to Bassy. Tati. Oh, that's her name, Bassie? No, Bassie's his name. Oh, what's up, Bassie? Yeah. Tati Mondays. Tati. 
Tatiana. But I call her Tati Tuesdays. <laughs> That's a nice name. Tatiana. Tatiana. All right, okay. Easy, easy. <laughs> All right, stop. Y'all got a beautiful, somebody beautiful here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on with I'm you? trying to exit, man. Don't start. Yeah, like, man. Leave know, that lady alone. Listen. Queen's All right, all right, man. <laughs> URLTV.TV. Um, dope episode. Um, I appreciate y'all for coming through. Yes, sir. Appreciate and, um, you for having me. I don't have to say lock your doors, close your windows. I ain't going to say that today for my friends. Wow. First yeah, time. I ain't going to say that for my friends. That's the first time. But, but what I would say is this. Lock your car because in Atlanta they're breaking through windows. I'm from Queens. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Throwing shots in Atlanta. 